from calling out corrupt politics, citing the United States Constitution, to exploring American history. We are the relentless patriots. Now, without further ado, here is the most relentless patriot of them all. Relentless patriot fight. This is a really cool guy. Uh, for everyone who doesn't know, Frankie is incredible. He truly embodies what it means to be a free thinker. He is independent uh, political-wise. And, you know, we expose corruptions on both sides of the political spectrum. As we know, New Jersey, New Jersey's a prime example where both are really horrible. And the only way to have some principle is to vote independent. <laughs> Without a reasonable doubt and happy Confederate Celebration Month, since all the libtards get the celebrate whatever they feel like celebrating, whether it be per day or per month. Um, no, we need to celebrate our American heritage and culture the right way. And I'm sure a lot of you guys agree with that. And um, what, a, what a great month to kind of break open before we start dealing with May and June with the LGBTQ-ness and awareness and this and this day and that day. Your friend is Alex, right? Uh, yeah, if you if you look out for him, he Perfect. is an awesome patriot. If you can get him on here. Um, he has a lot of extra information about the Ukraine, which we will be going over tonight, guys. Alex. Yeah. Can you can you guys hear me okay? Absolutely we can. Oh hey. Hey Frank and uh, I'm sorry I uh, first hey. time in Hey, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm I'm great, thank you. Thank you for having me. Alex, this is a pleasure to have you, and yeah, finally, a long time, and I'm so I happy know, that I know. We link up like this. Yeah, this is the important part about what we do here, compared to like any type of a solo podcaster. I don't like to go live by myself all the time because, let's face it, one person is simply not enough to expose the evils out there of the New World Order and the evil union in the North. We all know what's been going on for the past couple of months uh, since Biden put in all these additional laws that raise the gas prices, raise the tax, food shortages, quote unquote, and the all of a sudden magical support of the Ukraine. And we really need to start talking about this a little bit more, my fellow patriots, because as you guys know, time is of the essence. America is on is under constant threat. From foreign entities, domestic entities, our government, the FBI, et cetera, et cetera, all the three-letter organizations, which I'm trying not to label over here, otherwise this feed probably will get cut. Um, what do you guys think so far in terms of what we should be doing, how we should be promoting the message of wake up? My honest opinion on that would be to encourage people to look outside of mainstream news sources because all too often people get hung up in the whole of CNN versus Fox. And then when they fail to realize is that both are just as bad. And I have Republicans that hate me for saying that. I have liberals right. who uh, freak out when I say that too. Um, if you look at, they kind of play a little bit of a game. And in, and in today's world, I would say that both news networks have essentially become like reality shows. Whereas CNN is like days of our lives dramatic. You have Fox News that tends to be more like the Real Housewives, maybe not as dramatic as CNN, but still, um, nonetheless, you do get a lot of programming on how to think 
and they'll tell you what to think instead of teaching you how to think. And I do think that a lot of people need to go beyond that and try to make their own informed decision because you tend to get forced to be put in a box as well. Oh, that's like you basically will say that's a Democrat thought. Oh, that's a Republican thought. Right. And, um, you know, you lose the individuality. You were saying something very important last week about that, the like-minded thinking. The only type of like-minded thinking is the common sense thinking. And I think a lot of us out there can agree that the common sense approach to all these different things that have been happening to us uh, is, the, is the best approach. And we need to really have that. Uh, if we start losing sight of what our, our thought process is as Americans, yeah, exactly, watch Newsmax and other and other, uh, like, like, like you take CSN, Conservative News Network, and all that other stuff. New American. New American. <clears throat> if you take all those different news sources and formulate the, the correct opinion, and guys, look, you don't have to believe everything we say or everything that the magazine, you know, and the editors put out there or any other news network, but please take it to consideration. It is an independent source that should not just be passed over simply because it's not on primetime television. Okay? And here, here's the thing. What, what angers me about all the people that I've spoken to, including on social media, is they are enveloping this idea that no matter what the media says, they have to believe it. Otherwise, it's not true. And it's really angering me. Look at all the evidence that Alex has disclosed. Look at all the evidence that Vinny has put forth about the Confederacy and about the lies of the Union and what they've done. Um, where's all that information? I mean, even Newsmax and Al Jazeera don't even put that, put that forward. So that's why we have a very special collective group of patriots that know the truth, that are completely awake, and will not bow down to any of this foreign entity nonsense or the federal banking system or any of these ideal radicals out there that want this woke supremacy every step of the way in our freedoms of speech and freedom in general. So before we get started... I wanted to read this very special section since we're, we're about the Confederacy tonight and about this whole month. And we, the people, are actually more Confederates than a lot of us out there think that we aren't. And I'm going to read something from George Washington. Okay, this is him addressing Congress and eventually sending this out after 1776 to all the delegates in all the 13 colonies. It was written July 8, 1788. And this was called the Articles of Confederation. Article number one. The style of this confederacy, already he used the word, shall be the United States of America. Each state retains its sovereignty, freedom and independence and every power, jurisdiction and right, which is not by this confederation, expressively delegated to the United States in Congress assembled. So right there, automatically, without question, each state has the right to operate, to operate as it sees fit. And Congress shall have no waiver over what each state decides to do in it. So if the South really was about having its culture and preserving it, which we all know that's completely true, then why were the Articles of Confederation violated? Article 3. What section is that in? Uh, th these are the, uh, the articles themselves. Like the actual... Okay, so Article 1, 2, and 3 are independent. 
independent article. Section 4 you, uh, or, or Article 4, you start getting into sections. Okay? Article 3 says this. The said states hereby severally enter into a firm league of friendship with each other for their common defense, the security of their liberties. Is your mind blown yet, people? And their mutual and general welfare, binding themselves to assist each other against all force offered to or attacks made upon them or any of them on account of religion, sovereignty, trade, or any other pretense whatsoever. Mind blown. So the states have to be in a firm league of friendship, meaning cooperate, meaning not being invaded by the North, meaning let each state decide what it needs to do, not being this collective entity of you must obey one state or else all the other states shall, sh uh, shall suffer. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, it's ridiculous. Article 4 talks about Article 3. I'm going to stop this after that. And I want, then I want you guys to give me your thoughts on this. The better, the better to secure and perpetuate mutual friendship and intercourse among the people of the different states in this union, the free inhabitants of each of these states, paupers, vagabonds, and fugitives from justice accepted, shall be entitled to all privileges and immunities of free citizens in the several states. And the people of each state shall have free ingress and regress to and from any other state and shall enjoy therein all the privileges of trade and commerce, subject to the same duties, impositions, and restrictions as the inhabitants thereof respectively provided that such, such restrictions shall not extend so far as to prevent the removal of property imported into any state to any other state of which the owner is an inhabitant, provided also that there's no imposition. So this means you have the right to travel from state to state Remember when we were talking about a couple of years back already, and I can't believe I'm saying this, that you can't go from state to state without showing a vaccine passport, what the plan of the federal government was, all the uh, Walmarts being emptied out to be the FEMA camps, and that you couldn't go from New York to, matter of fact, I'm sorry, Ohio and certain states over there actually passed these bills where they didn't allow you into their state unless you were allowed to, you know, yeah, truck, truck drivers were paralyzed by that uh, law. We right. couldn't go to um, the reunion. So basically, um, for those that don't know, I'm in the, the group, the Sons of Confederate Veterans. We're a heritage group. And every year we have our national reunion, which is in a different southern city. They, they went through with the 2020 reunion. Like The whole pandemic didn't stop them. It was held in Florida, which ironically, it just so happened they were planning it to be in Florida. So that lucked out completely. Uh, where Florida didn't shut down. The only problem was the border states to get through everywhere else to go to Florida impacted so many of us. I could not leave New Jersey. They made it near impossible to leave the right. state to get down there. So I couldn't actually make that reunion. Um, the, the turnout was still decently well from what I've heard, but it really inconvenienced a ton of us that wanted to go that were in Northern states out West. We had someone from Hawaii that wanted to go because we have a Hawaii camp. I think this is funny that we're talking about this now because look at all the things that have been violated. Look how many rights people have lost. Look how many times that we wanted to travel outside of the States. I'll show me or we went we wanted to go into a restaurant in New York City or not to say well, I'd ever go oh, back. Wait a minute, remember the New York one? How and look at what happened with New York. And this is what really bugs me the most is that genuinely I was like open I'm like, oh well this is great. At least you have um a potential new governor who uh will 
maybe do something different or no mayor i'm sorry mayor of uh mayor of new york but you also had a new governor because of that whole scandal and then um uh, eric adams that people were thinking oh maybe he might be different and as someone who works in a position because people <clears throat> people forget this that when you're in the police force you're either super by the book or then sometimes you'll actually in rare cases fight for the individual rights so i was up in the air i'm like well this can go either way what ultimately ended up happening was Eric Adams stood by the police arresting a nine-year-old child, which is absolutely ridiculous. Right, I saw that video. It was disgusting. They completely suppressed that information. I think only Tucker covered it and maybe like one other show on Fox. The rest of the news stations the turned away. That's that's like, where where is the exposure of this, Vinny? Mm -hmm. That's brutality. And people don't realize that. that. When stuff like that happens, it's not reported because the same stuff that happened in New York also happened at a lot of our rallies in New Jersey. Um, the, the one time we went to, to like Nurse Aaron, for example, her job was impacted by the shutdown. Um, and then after the fact, she decided to walk into work without a face covering and she was fired because of that. So many of us lost our jobs because of the mandates. I remember that. We went to a party, after party, like a, a dinner party. 20 of us showed up. We didn't have face coverings on. We all walked in and sat down. Just from us walking 10 feet in the restaurant to sit down without a face covering, they called the police on us and they had, I think it was like 10 cops for like 20 people, which was overkill. And mind you, it was just like mothers and children. I'm saying. Frank, I was just gonna, I was just gonna add to what you uh, both said that, uh, and it also has to do with the geography of the state. If we're gonna take collectively, say like Amish people that live in somewhere in the middle of nowhere, they're not bothered, <clears throat> they're not concerned, they're enclosed. You know, the 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 whole world could burn around them; they could care less. Not to say that eventually it's gonna come rolling into their doorsteps, but um, but what I'm saying, uh, New Jersey, New York, upstate. North Carolina, they're so interconnected all the way up to Canada. So geographically, state could dictate what they want. And you're right, every state has a, a legitimate uh, stand depending on the economic issues. So, yeah, I totally agree with you. Yeah, every state varies, you know. So, And um, it, it has a big impact, you know. If you take Nevada uh, 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 or not California necessarily, it's what, 70% of uh, state is desert, you know, 20% is covered by government, you know, who knows what's underground, you know. But overall, yes, yeah, state, depending on its economical stimulus, if they can sustain themselves, they could become independent for all I care. That's right. I mean, in my opinion, this is why that's important. Because if states don't have a right to separate, don't have a right to secede, then they don't truly have any rights at all. Because... Now everyone has to agree or else. And um, it contradicts a couple things. It's like when it comes to this type of um, stipulations in, in the Constitution, it's like a double-edged sword. Damned if you do, damned if you don't. But you know mm -hmm. what? If everyone has their own independent way to operate their country within the means of, like, like we were saying, trade and commerce, which is money, right, which is the exchange of goods, uh, and, then, and the right to travel, then technically our rights have already been violated. You can't go here. You can't go there. You need to show you this. I mean, you cannot remove something that's 250 years old, which actually came out right on when the final articles in the Constitution were coming out or final Bill of Rights. You can't bypass this and just magically say, no, the federal government, you know, supersedes all these things. Like Governor Murphy said years back, that the Bill of Rights um, 
it, it doesn't include his pay grade. It's above his pay it's grade. It's above his pay grade. That's Which right. Ridiculous. Uh, Our mean, governor actually said that for y'all that are watching, because I know some of y'all come from like, you know, somewhat better states. And <laughs> our governor in New Jersey thinks that your bill of rights is above his pay grade. And he doesn't understand the basics of how that works or the constitution. And that's would, very evident in how he's been yeah. ruling the state like a king. <laughs> he wouldn't have said that on uh, being elected prior to that uh, engagement. That's right. So here's my next point. With all the stipulation around supporting the Ukraine, why have so many people decided not to investigate, not to look past their television? Or even basic understanding of geographical situation. Correct. Why is that? Most people can't even find a Ukrainian flag on the map of, uh, <laughs> on the, map of the world, let alone... Uh, they swallowed this whole uh, giant hairball that's stuck in their throat. And now they're screaming when Trump was elected. You know why Trump? You know, you're going into that hysteria mode back when Trump was elected. You know, I'm just giving you an example. But this whole hysteria is just so mind-boggling because, as I told Frankie, I did five years of active duty in the United States uh, Army, so I was deployed to... Afghanistan 04, Iraq 06, 07, and then Kuwait uh, 9, 10, and then Kosovo followed. So I have a bit of an understanding how U.S. operates outside of uh, uh, U.S. borders and what uh, a regular average citizen has who, who's never been past the county, let alone the state, let alone the country, he has no idea what he's reading and what he's consuming. That's right. He hasn't seen and, the actuality of everything. Right. And then he's going out there and trying to convince you what he's telling you is the truth. This is the most mind-boggling. I just got... I didn't want to get on the fight. My, my family has this mutual friend that I know for 20 years, and she came out at me very politely. What do you think of invasion of Ukraine? I said, it's not an invasion. It's not more an like... Invasion. I said, it looks like a rescue mission that's been overdue for the last 10 years. And then people are confused. I'm like, oh, you're against, uh, you're against USM. Oh, like, yeah, why don't you want to support uh, So, uh, like I said, depending where you're coming from at the issue, um, you know, and I've been, uh, I haven't been very, well, the last, what, three days I've been feeding Frankie some of the, what I've been coming across. And, uh, and, and then the, this, this whole thing has been going on for now 41 days. 42 going on and there's a lot of there's a lot of that we're going to see in the last uh, in the next couple of days like i told frankie i can't wait to see the two-star general that's going to get captured the uh, french generals the switzerland for the longest time switzerland's been the neutral country even during world war ii and what do you know switzerland took uh, the weapons soldiers and structures uh, you name it they're all there uh up to 200 personnel we're not talking about soldiers we're not talking about contractor high rank and official about to be captured today tomorrow next day whatever they made an attempt eight different uh, helicopters were taken down uh they waited for them to land and upon exiting they shut them down so which is completely crazy because you have every single person here including Active and and um, you know reserve military saying Ukraine is winning. Ukraine is winning. Mm, far from it. Give me a break. When you haven't even looked into it, show me the facts. That's show right. me the evidence. Show me two hundred. So roughly, roughly three hundred thousand 
300,000 soldiers, well-equipped, that they, they've been uh, prepped for this uh, sort of event for uh, eight years. So 300,000, and now they're round down to 80,000. So that just gives you an idea what had tech, what have taken play, place in the last 40 days. Decreased in percentage. That's a big number. Right. That's so, a huge number. Yeah, so we, we, we don't even know the extent of the situation. And people on the ground don't know the extent of the situation because everything has been cut in, in small little sections, if you will. The, right. left, the left hand doesn't know what the right is telling. So your guess is as good as mine. I, I'm only going by what I uh, uh, can um, uh, get my hands on. And uh, it's uh, Frankie is getting it in my live feeds as much as I can give him. I spend at least, what, an hour every morning before yeah. I can... Uh, and what I do, just to give you an idea, that I wouldn't send anything of of uh, that put what Frank, um, you or Frank would put in positions like, well, I'm confused about this. So I verify five different sources before I send anything to Frank. So when I verify it to five, six, seven, sometimes even ten, just to be sure that what I'm sending him, I'm satisfied with. And uh, uh, But... Uh, you know, so like I said, every every day it's it's a circus, and every day I get something new, and every day you. Uh, but going back to uh, what how uh, regular Americans are responding is absolutely incredible, absolutely incredible. Yeah, the amount of dumbfoundedness, the amount of blindness going on. I mean, well, same thing with Israel. Let's support Israel. Let's go. Let's go and give them our tax money. No problem. Let's let's donate to the poor Israelis. Meanwhile, their government is are the ones draining the economy forcing the vaccine passports, much like the Ukraine, doing the mass mandates. They were the, one of the first countries to have a complete rollout of all that stuff. And it's utterly grotesque that every single American, including people on, quote-unquote, our side, supports such Nazi-like behavior. And you have the Azov Battalion, which is currently being diminished. And, and thank you for that information, too, Alex. That's a great yeah. piece that the Azov Battalion, since 2015, has been defending... Zelensky's government defending the CIA of the United States, which currently operates all right. The craziest thing is that whatever European president or leader that comes to visit Zelensky, he's being. Do you, if you look at the group that surrounds him with the blue tape around their arms, that's a direct Nazi personnel. That's, that's correct. Right. And they're not even hiding. We, that back in we're gotten, we're gotten so uh, um, I don't even know how to. Uh, it's it's absolutely just downright ridiculous how uh, they're they're not even shy. They're not hiding. Like we're here. We're 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 and we're we're here to stay. So uh, and and people they 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 choose not to acknowledge. They choose not to talk about it. They just see Zelensky. They see some European leaders, and I'm like, oh, he's getting help, but. The bottom line is Zelensky already collected his money. When he's going to feel that it's time to leave, he's going to leave. He'll be the first one to leave, to jump the boat, if you will. We have, um, two, we have two great sentences here, two great comments. So the Democrats are going to blame inflation, taxes, shortages, and crap on the so-called war. Absolutely. They never want to take responsibility for anything, especially their woke nonsense and, and agenda. They want to blame it on you know white people like us that are the that are reason why we can't accept anybody. And then you have, yeah, we have enough problems to deal with here in our country. And it is a distraction. But you know yeah, what? It's a big one. The problem is everything's a distraction now. The virus was a distraction for God knows how long. And they were passing legislation, legislative bill after legislative bill 
taking away more of our rights, putting in red flag laws against our Second Amendment, including uh, New Jersey and New York for that fact, and then taking away more of our rights as to what we can do as Americans. They slipped out the, you know, they slipped out all these um, extra uh, foreign funding bills that went into the, the tax stimulus plans where we were supporting transgenderism and sex gender education in India. Why are we, why are we allocating funds of our tax money? Millions of dollars are going towards programs like that in other countries. Who said that was okay? Did anyone sign up for that? Aside from the Democrat Party? And look how many Republicans. Look how many Republicans cower down to these nonsensical human beings about BLM and woke culture being taught. And our tax money is also going to that. Well, look at what happened in New Jersey. People forget that in New Jersey, and this was something that was completely slipped under the rug, and uh, there's a really good guy called Ryan McDonald. He has got a wonderful uh, page full of videos. He did exactly a video that also covered this. We had about eight New Jersey GOP that voted to make uh, BLM a, hol- a state holiday in New Jersey. Like, this is totally separate from Juneteenth. It's another day that is in July. And I told someone, I said, wait a minute, like, isn't this hypocritical? Because granted, like, look, I'm for like, celebrate whatever you want to celebrate. However, how come we can't have our own day designated Confederate History Heritage Month other states like Mississippi were able to get that. Or my favorite Confederate Memorial Day, which is basically the first of Memorial Day services. That's and what right. happens is a lot of the GOP are too scared to go down that rabbit hole or too scared to actually educate themselves. And what they do in order to get a vote is they worry about how they're being perceived. So they completely ignore us. And then they just try, they try to bow to cancel culture or the woke culture. And then they claim that they just want to abstain. And I told someone, I said, simply say no, because abstain is saying no, but you, should have to, you shouldn't have that option. It should be either vote yes or no. And our GOP are too complacent, or they just abstain for the most part. But eight of our GOP voted to support um, a separate holiday. One of them, uh, he went on because he got reelected. He went on to go and make a, uh, a CRT bill. And then he went on to vote uh, on yes on two uh, liberal CRT bills as well. Right. And then he refused to take questions on it when you ask him. We had one of them who was running uh, again for Congress. It's Chris Smith. He was one of two uh, GOP in New Jersey that voted to remove veterans' memorials in the Capitol, one of them being my ancestor, Fighting Joe Wheeler. And they refused to take questions, so he knew that we were coming to one of the events. He backed out, and he says, well, I'm not coming. <laughs> That's your job to answer questions. And That's for right. them not to answer questions, they're not getting voted back in. I told my friend I will abstain from a vote. If they think they can abstain when they vote, guess what? I'm going to do the same thing as a voter and get them voted out. <laughs> I mean, what they can do to us, we can also do back to them. And Christina says, the Democrats do not care about the LGBTQ community. Of course they don't. Um, but it, it is. It is something good to invest in and pretend that you care. That way you can make lots of money. Mansions and white neighborhoods, even though that you're, you yourself were a racist piece of slime. And uh, yeah, it's all, it's all money-making operations, just like war is. We sent $13.6 almost $14 billion now with the, the, the additional... Uh, uh, bill that they just put through, giving extra money to the Ukraine for no reason. Why? Because they're they're investing in uh, war. War war makes money, and war depopulates. Most importantly, that's what they want to do to us from the get-go, from the original agenda of the New World Order. They want to take us down. They want us to disappear. They want to keep a certain amount of popu- uh, population alive, so that way they can brainwash them into doing whatever they want us to to, to follow. And they also just want to 
deviate from our problems uh, at site here in America. So that's why they're blasting Zelensky 24-7 every which way you look, you know. Uh, and uh, it's it's just, uh, I, I don't even know if Biden's going to make it through the end of the year with his amnesia and whatever else is going on right. with him. Here's a question it's about when Zelensky's... he's walking in a room, he doesn't even know where he is. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I'm not even upset at the guy now. I just, I, I wish he could just retire and be happy somewhere. He's a sad piece of slime. Yeah, I mean, Jack is still right. My favorite, he brings up Dan Crenshaw. Here's a funny thing Dan Crenshaw, who is a veteran, has been yeah. voting against what everyone wants. He's been voting against the Second Amendment. He's been voting against That's the First Amendment. Right. He's been out against monuments and our Heritage Month. And it's ironic because he lives in Texas, and a lot of people are not happy with him. So I would not be shocked if he does not get back in. No, he's he's a turncoat for sure. You guys saw that that soccer jersey that Zelensky was holding up. What shape? What object was on it? Oh, I did I did see it, but I sort of uh, chose not to pay attention to the what did I miss? It was a swastika. Okay, gotcha, Big. gotcha. Gotcha. A big, beautiful blue gotcha. swastika and gold for the Ukraine. Yeah, yeah. So why isn't the media, if if the media can share Hunter Biden's disgusting photos of him banging Obama's quote unquote daughters and little children, then why can't they show? Since they all hate Nazis, we can agree that both sides claim they hate Nazis so bad. Mm -hmm. Then why aren't they able to show that picture? probably because it goes against the narrative that's being pushed and notice how you have one narrative that you know people are waking up to so they have to push another one and my favorite one is primarily the people that were yelling at us for going into a store without a face covering are those people that are telling us don't investigate what's going on in this country's conflict and it was even really funny to witness how a lot of people that were like you know i got told last year that someone said that i had blood on my hands because i didn't have the jab or i didn't have a mask on and, <laughs> right and i'm like that is so ridiculous and then all of a sudden they're seeing that oh wait some of the stuff that i knew was coming true about how i said it's not going to be just three or two it's going to be your need more and more and more or a yearly one which came true um i had one lady that she had a tree for this she had a tree in her front yard so you just like the perfect thing she had one sign that virtue signaled to what was going on in 2020 then she had another one virtue signaling about the coverings and now her new thing she wrapped blue and yellow tape around her tree and then her neighbor apparently this is really funny we have a problem with invasive beetles in new jersey and usually they'll tag the tree with a certain color i think it's like blue or something they oh. went up to her and they said oh do you have longhorn beetles because i'm nervous about my yard and she goes oh no that's the flag of the country Oh, Ukraine. <laughs> wow. Unbelievable. People don't know what are either. That's a funny thing. I love it. That, 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 that is great. They, they know if you tell them how to think one way, they're all of a sudden, oh, I, I, I agree with this. Or, oh, I see my friends doing this on Facebook. Let me follow like whatever little trend they're doing for their, their profile pic. And it's funny because people don't critically think at all. So, you know, when we had what's going on now, people are virtue signaling to that. When they had the attack on our Confederate heritage in 2020, people were virtue signaling to that without even realizing that all of our monuments that were put up are veterans' monuments, and they honored the men that never made it home, those that didn't have a grave yet, or, and those that still don't have a grave. Right. It's those were Americans, Vinny. That's like, right. My friend, my friend now, he from. found his uncle, his great, his, I think, three or four times great uncle, he finally found, and they were able to rebury him in Virginia. Wow. Yeah, what's up, buddy? You want to go for a drive, man? Uh, in a little bit. <laughs> I like to go for a drive. Yeah, sorry about that, guys. Let, let's go for a drive to the southern border, and um, let's stop all the federal agents from impregnating all the uh, the women that are coming in.
that are being allowed to go into these five-star hotel accommodations. And then they're going to be sent on, on their merry way with food stamps and green cards. And Yeah. Look what happened with Christina. She, they told her to go to an apartment because she – that's insane. Christina, you, we did last year, we did um, a maskless shopping event because in New Jersey, if you read the law, the mandate wasn't a law. It was a strong recommendation. And I was able to secure a medical exemption from the face covering. So we had it. We all had it. We had a group of like 20 of us. We went maskless shopping for stuff that we needed. And it was um, – and not part of it. it was Home Depot, PetSmart, and then we started off at I think Target. We walked into Target, and the person was trying to block us like this. I was able to to just oh, I got wow. the food, did like a, uh, a cartwheel basically, uh, tumbled underneath. <laughs> Somebody should have videoed that. I would love to see that. How can someone and my say? Go like this, and she goes. Then they call like the manager, like you oh. all have medical conditions, and we're like, mm-hmm. They're like, do you want to disclose that? And we're like, we're not required to, because that was the state law. We had the forms and everything. They called the police. There was like five cops that came, and then they were able because we stayed. We stood our ground. We were respectful. Like we weren't crazy. We also had our phones on, so people knew it was happening. And um, they let us continue shopping. But then there were some places that I would go to, and um, one of our friends, um, she's a, uh, she's now an angel in heaven. But if anyone has ever seen any of our other content that I did with Blue Star Union. Uh, Michelle, she was wonderful, wonderful uh, patriot. She was one of our OG New Jersey Flaggers members that we started in 2020, our group. Right. Um, she passed on uh, in late 2021. She had uh, leukemia and she died of medical malpractice, actually, not from the cancer. And what happened was uh, she had a medical condition as well where she couldn't wear a face covering. And what happened was me and her had to make a list and it was me and her and we found another group of parents and like uh, other patriots, and we had a whole list of like places that were friendly that would allow us in there for like shopping, for supermarkets, for uh, eating out, and we patronized those businesses. And it was crazy because um, most places, like uh, for example, Wegmans at nighttime was the best. Like they didn't care one way or another. Like they weren't going to make a big stink. Um, they didn't ask you at all. Shoprite was pretty bad. Um, I know that other stores that were around, like I went, my friend, we went out of state, uh, and in South Carolina. Um, they were they only had a mandate for i think one week if that and that was only in certain places yeah they're pretty lenient in south carolina yeah compared to other even pennsylvania yeah. it was new jersey was so draconian so new york yeah, was ridiculous. but then what we did is like florida for example was uh, it was a hit or miss but for the most part florida was very open like public they didn't really care if you walked in there without a covering i think they were shaming the rest of the country florida we're gonna do it our way you uh excuse right. my language you motherfuckers wear a mask over your head and uh what what i was gonna say sorry i yeah, uh, forgot um the mask yeah so we jumped from mask to mandatory vaccination and, and i'm, 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 I'm certainly not picking on anybody it's your personal stand but what i'm saying is if you live and work in new york city say at the place for 10 15 20 years whatever and then you're uh, facing uh, potential let go without a commission, excuse me, 20 year, 30 year commission because you choose not to vaccinate. I mean, come on. It's out, it's out of control. That, that's exactly job what's going that. on, most importantly, with the law enforcement. I was talking to my body who's been a uh, deputy on force in California for 12 years. Uh, out of 9,007 chose to be vaccinated and three did not because they said uh it's it's not uh, it's uh, I, I choose not to so they're facing they're facing you know obvious obvious uh 
So I said, what are you going to do? I said, I don't know. I have to start all over again. You know, I said, I'm only eight years shy of uh, my 20 years. And we're talking about, you know, East Coast, whatever, whatever the state, you know, this is what people are facing with right now towards the end of this month. We're being forced to deal with, you know, catastrophic circumstances. And it's about time we, the people, start fighting back. So the next thing I want you to expose a little bit more, Alex, since you have a ton of information about the Ukraine, is I want you to tell everyone just a little bit more how the Ukraine is losing, what's happening, and um, why people shouldn't support the Ukraine. Let's start so, with the history, please. So for those who haven't, who don't know anything about Ukraine, just, just to make a long story short, Ukraine, ever since uh, USSR fell apart, the Soviet Union become, became Russia, that it is today. And a lot of republics fell off, right? Ukraine, Kazakhstan, Uzbekistan, uh, Belarus, Latvia, and whatever else. And uh, Ukraine being the largest uh, republic. And uh, uh, Russia separated by Ukraine. Uh, between the, uh, Europe and Russia, Ukraine smacked down the middle. So 30 years ago, that's when Europe and Americans took um, very seriously to undertake a uh, Ukrainian state from head to toe, completely, and which they successfully uh, achieved. But ever since 2014, they, uh, they took the bull by the horn. They that's took right. the bull by the horn. Uh, so they brought this 300,000 uh, personnel, armed, very well armed, to uh, borders of Russia. And for the last eight years, uh, Russian President Vladimir Putin kept, kept saying to Europeans and Americans, I said, you guys are way too close. You guys are right. way too close. And you guys are doing a lot of, a lot of bad things. With these Nazi, uh, with these Nazi party groups that have been killing women, uh, kids, and everybody else that come across them in a light actively, very actively, right. uh, uh, eight years. So in the last eight years, we haven't heard in American uh, news media that twenty thousand been slaughtered, not killed, slaughtered, slaughtered. So when. Uh, Russian borders were breached, and um, artillery rounds started landing, uh, bullets started landing on the Russian soil. Vladimir Putin said, okay, you motherfuckers did it. You left us no choice. Right. So eight years in the process, patiently, patiently, he's been asking, hey, guys, wake up. This is not going to end up well for anybody. Not for you, not for the Ukrainians, not for Russians. So both sides are taking losses. That that goes without saying. So we can so honestly th say the Ukrainians were doing it to their own people, especially the ones that happen to be Russian at the border. And Correct. So it's 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 for European, not so much for Americans, because because uh, Americans are separated by Atlantic Ocean. They could care less when Slavic people killing Slavic people. That that's to them that's a party game right there. They don't have to get involved. But when they were under impression that this, when the sanctions were uh, would take place, and everything else that followed, this was like probably a week, maybe two weeks, no, three weeks by far, maybe tops. And come to find out, forty-two days later, nothing's working. Nothing is working the way they thought it would. 
And to their demise and to their surprise, I was like, well, what the fuck is going on? Why are Russian Russians are not losing? Instead, they're winning. So they have nothing else that they could do right now. Sanctions are not working. Uh, the rubles actually, uh, Biden said, uh, watch, ruble is going to be uh, worth uh, $200. It went from $140. Now it's 74 uh, rubles. So actually, ruble, so actually, ruble is gaining, uh, gaining leverage. And before this month is over, I wouldn't be surprised if one dollar, excuse me, uh, one dollar is going to be worth anywhere sixty-five or even sixty rubles. So you know, I find um, it funny. I'm going to stop you there real quick. That everyone doesn't realize that the Ukrainians were they were they, the, the Ukrainians. I'm sorry to cut you off. The Ukrainians are so fucking brainwashed. It's unfucking believable. It's unfucking believable. All these celebrities that are going out there putting flags in their Instagram, right. in their Twitter, in their Facebook, they can go fuck themselves. All of them. All of them. Arnold Schwar Schwarzenegger, you fucking Nazi fuck. You need to shut the fuck up and go crawl on their rock and die quietly. Nobody needs to hear about your German heritage and... How you know Russians? You don't know fucking Russians. You don't know your own fucking German state. So you need to no, shut the fuck I mean, up. He said, screw your freedoms last year when it came to us making a choice to wear a mask or not get vaccinated, whatever it is. He said, screw your freedoms. Well, screw you. Get the hell out of my country. You the, wait, do you remember? Do you just go back to when Trump was elected? How many celebrities said, I'm going to Canada? Nobody right. did. No one went. Nobody no. did. No. So you motherfuckers, you love your warm, cozy California fucking villas and whatever else you live. You're all talk. You're all talk. So I, uh, uh, you know, now, now that they realize it's no longer an issue, uh, screaming their America, excuse me, Ukrainian flag out their ass. So now they're on the on the, on the down low, and they're sitting down and they're watching. Well, what's going to happen? That's right. They should sit down and shut up when they don't know what they they don't know what they're getting themselves into, and and they don't know what they're supporting. They How have no support? fucking clue. All this image, uh, and some they do understand because they're behind uh, Biden, so they don't want to bark up the wrong tree. But it's just an ugly, ugly situation with Ukraine. Uh, Thirty years in the making, eight years of. They're so fucking brainwashed. It's beyond belief. It's beyond belief. Well, much like people are brainwashed here about how the Confederates were bad. It's the same propaganda. Orange man bad. Republican bad. White man bad. This my favorite. Bad. Hey there, Brandon. And y'all can go follow my friend Dixie Defender 2.0. He's an incredible guy. Um, one of my fellow compatriots. We found one of his ancestors who had quite an interesting story. Um, but it's interesting because... Uh, the things that people were claiming, which obviously we know probably a lot of them were lies, they were claiming about Putin or making all these ridiculous claims. All of those grievances they had, Lincoln did. Suppressing information, right. suppressing the freedom of speech. And this was this topped the list, right? Of course, I'm upset when anything historical is destroyed, damaged. Okay, like monuments are free speech. If you don't like it, walk somewhere else. There's a, a ton of monuments I don't agree with personally, but guess what? It's art. I don't go visit it. Someone else can. That's fine. No one has that mindset because the mindset here tends to be, well, oh, that's offensive. Destroy it, which is what they did to Richmond. They destroyed Walter. Richmond. Um, there's actually a photographer, Judy Smith. She's selling a book. It's discounted. Highly recommend it because it covers all of Monument Avenue because all of Monument Avenue is completely destroyed, torn apart, 
They saw the part generally in a three pieces so they can never oh see the impact. They destroyed the base. This was a high quality monument dedicated to one of the best generals we've had, destroyed Jefferson Davis monument, gone the soldiers and sailors monument torn to bits. Um, what ended up happening was their uh, governor at the time, uh, Northam, as well as uh, Mayor LeVar Stoney, who is from New York, not even Virginia native, uh, worked together to make this happen. And they used what happened during the shutdown to accelerate removing General Lee, which was actually planned as far back as 2010. They could have easily airlifted that monument. They decided to cut it in three pieces. A beautiful historical work. That was so disheartening to me. And my favorite thing is people are now looking at Ukraine and they're complaining about, oh, historical site destroyed or they're, they're praising a monument defense team. When we had monument defense teams in the United States because we had rioters that were going to try to destroy monuments, they were called all sorts of names. They were attacked. The, um, right, complete contradiction. It's a huge contradiction. They cannot, uh, and I agree with Brandon. Uh, he brings up a wonderful point. Our new governor kind of seems like a rhino, to be honest. He didn't do anything to fight this. He's right. He is 100% right. Uh, the whole current governor of Virginia, um, Glenn Youngkin, he praised the removal of General Lee. So while he might be potentially good on certain issues, the rest of the issues he's not going to be good on. So when we celebrated Lee Jackson Day in Virginia, um, we knew for a fact that it wasn't gonna, he wasn't going to do nothing. So I'm hoping in the future we can get someone in there who at least will. I know there's several people in Virginia who are part of the SCV that are running for office. We need to get them in because they're going to make sure that we have positive change for our monuments. It's and by the way, for people that are thinking, um, all my, this is what I love. People are so quick to say, oh, we'll put your flag or put your history in a museum. Well, we tried that. Guess what happened? Richmond, Virginia, uh, past Monument Avenue is the headquarters of the United Daughters of the Confederacy. This is one of the oldest active patriotic groups. They help out their communities. They help out veterans. They were called all sorts of names in 2020. Their reputations being vilified in schools. They did so much. The UDC that was out in Arizona, they were helping children that were na Native American children. They were giving them Christmas gifts. They were wrapping stuff and sending out cards for them. Uh, our chapter in New Jersey was sending uh, Christmas cards to the veterans' homes for people that didn't have ancestors. So maybe that veteran in the hospital who didn't have a loved one visiting them, he still got a card saying he was loved and we appreciate his service. Now, Vinny, how can, how can quote-unquote racists from the South do all that such nice gestures for people? How can they do all that if you're so racist? I, this is what I'm saying. I, I'm getting tired of the false propaganda. Didn't you also tell me that last year that there was an original Confederate historical museum that had one of the original Confederate flags in it and they like BLM activists and liberals completely trashed the whole thing? Oh, so, Christina, um, here's what happened with that. The Lee statue, all the monuments, they, the monument they did of Lee, that's at a woman's prison. They cut it up into three pieces and they transferred it to a prison. They had someone who took uh, the rest of the monuments and they put them at a wastewater facility. And what happened was the person who exposed where they were has actually gotten doxxed and they, he lost his job over just for simply saying that that's where it is. And what happened was it was a Stonewall Jackson flag. It was not the flag that was on his casket. That flag is at the, um, the museum, which was the former Museum of the Confederacy, but now is the Civil War Museum. That one was safe, thank goodness. However, what happened was the UDC Memorial Hall has two libraries and an entrance. They smashed the glass. It was two ladies, and they knew who they were, but the city tr uh, decided not to prosecute them. They smashed the glass of the building. They threw Molotov cocktails in there. Oh, my and God. And it exploded. Shelving of the library was destroyed. 
the flag that was hanging up went up and went up in flames. It was tattered, lost the entire flag, burned to a crisp. Oh my god! The, the entire building was covered in graffiti. It had charring on it. We're paying now to have the building restored, and we had to make sure that all the windows. And again, this I'm not I'm not criticizing UDC. I'm just saying that this is a a, a safety protocol that anywhere that has a, a museum of veterans artifacts needs to do. They have a uh, special material that's fireproof, and they have shatterproof windows all around the building had to be replaced shatterproof there's actually and this is a book if any of y'all follow me on um monuments across dixie monuments across dixie we're actively putting up more uh, monuments as well and we work with the scv i do book reviews so this is another museum it's confederate memorial hall in louisiana it's in Orleans, and it is one of the largest um collections of confederate uh, memorabilia letters from the veterans themselves their uniforms uh their items their flags and what happened at that museum back in 2017 it's really interesting because how we got confederate history and heritage month was based on the horrors that we went through my ancestor went through during reconstruction it was a horrible time narlins was absolutely decimated by reconstruction um, and there was a fight all the time with everything. They were always fighting federal troops because they were being victimized. Federal Isn't that amazing? They were fighting the feds back then. This they is were. have to support real America. The South and it was is strong real women, America. Strong women that were actually taking a stand and strong women that were uh, doing things that were not otherwise done by women. They were holding the home front down. They were not only taking care of the children, but some ladies actually had a fire back against the Yankees. Um, in this museum, this was made during Reconstruction. So what they did was they were smart. They actually constructed this building in a way that made it less likely to be attacked, vandalized, or attacked by arson, which the Yankees were known for. So those defenses actually held up really well. They tried to break through the gate, which was almost impenetrable, uh, back in 2017. And just the front porch, they set on fire because they couldn't burn the museum down. So what happened was they did an assessment. Nothing was damaged, thank gosh. They were able to fortify the building even more with cameras. They had shatterproof windows just in case. This was an attack on a museum. Had that museum have gone up, we would have lost so many uh, artifacts. You know, yeah, unbelievable. I would love to visit Baton Rouge, Louisiana, one of the um, whenever I get a chance. Uh, there's so much history there. There's a lot, a Lafayette too, and uh, Cato Parish is really good. It's all over the place, guys. So yeah, we have to do our best to preserve what actually America was. And, no uh, one can really tell with this photo because this was made during reconstruction. Are those flowers, bouquet of flowers? Some people think it's a bouquet of flowers. If you look closely, it's hard to see, but there's a first national flag hidden. That was a oh, I got you. Okay. during reconstruction. And that was made as a way to kind of fight against the Yankee propaganda. So one of the, uh, the national flags that was uh, pretty well known was this one. The first oh, yeah. National, uh, oh, looks yeah. like the Betsy Ross because... When they made this flag as a national flag, they went through so many designs to try to figure this out. They wanted to retain a lot of the original uh, American values that were present with the American nice. colonies. This became one of the most well-known flags, and it was the ones the Yankees traditionally attacked. So what happened was they hid this in the uh, flag display, and when this was in the flag display, uh, that, that was confiscated when they found out. Very few of those prints exist today. Some of the ones that exist are in the museum, and they're just in incredible. Isn't that incredible that it has the shape of the Betsy Ross? Yeah. You know, the, the third variant had uh, 13 stars. It, there's one that has, this is the original one. Um, then the other one added a star in the center, and then the final one was 13 stars before they had to become more original. 
because the problem with that one is that that looked too much like a USA flag. So when you would be uh, riding through the horse or your flag was at um, uh, standing up, it would look too similar and you could have incidents of friendly fire and you couldn't really tell who was who and that would cause confusion. And what a lot of people forget was early on in the war, there were some regiments that did have blue that were Confederate. So it wasn't as simple as like gray and blue uniforms. There was some that also had butternut colored. So you really had to you know, take that into account. Plus two flags that look similar would cause a lot of issues on the battlefield. So you had to get creative. And what they decided to do was to try to find something that would represent the armies. So they came up with the stainless banner. The problem with that one was that when that flag was standing uh, straight up and not in the wind, it looked um, too much like a surrender flag. Yeah. And then had to add the red banner. And that was the final Confederate flag that was the national one. Uh, the bloodstained banner which also is very similar to the state flag of Mississippi. And um, that one, not many people knew about its existence because it was only put into the war later on. So they call it the flag that was never surrendered. Oh, amazing. People I learned something, I learned something today. Them. Thank you. There you go. And, and, and any other ignorant northerner who will tell you, Dick, Dixie and, and, and the South nothing but a bunch of bumpkins and, and the racists and all this other crap. Like, no, I'm sorry. We, listen, earlier today, we read from the Articles of Confederation. Key word, Confederation. That means rebel, rebellion against tyrants. That's why they chose the name, not because they wanted slavery. I know. I, I think they automatically associate as soon as they hear the Confederate. Oh, my God. I'm like, what I just got myself into. It, it, it's like when you hear a word race, I'm like, oh, he's going to say something racist. No, by definition, a reward of the Confederate or where the race has a definition of its own. And it's your dumbass that's adding your own interpretation. I think any real American deserves to call themselves a Confederate, especially the ones, especially <clears throat> the ones that are awake and that actually know about real history and what actually happened to this country. All the false news, all the all the all the fake propaganda that was put against you and me, we the people. We are the Confederates. We are the New Age Confederates, and I'm happy to say that. I'm, I'm not a Yankee, even though I was born here, raised here. I know better than to believe just, you know, uh, mainstream, you know, talking points and propaganda without looking into a damn book or asking people like yourselves what, what the differences are and what I need to look for myself. And you know what? Screw it. Yeah. I, and, and frankly, like just you saying that, you know, what made me think of um, when um, when I when I was a freshman with you in high school, remember 98, 99. Oh, my God, man. We're when we back. had... When we in a weight had, room together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lifted me when, and I, Yeah, me and Frank, me, me and Frank we, we, we go back. We go back quite a bit. We go back quite a bit. Even though I haven't seen the guy, I can't wait to uh, travel to New Jersey and uh, pay you a visit. Please. Uh, but uh, what I was going to say, uh, back then, we did not have social media platforms, cell phones, touch screens, all this, uh, all this technology that we currently enjoy and uh, these millennials are spoiled by. We, I used to remember, I used to write letters. Believe it or not, I used to write letters when I needed information to pass on. And then we used to exchange floppy disks in high school. But going back to what I was saying, I did not know what was going on in Yugoslavia because Yugoslavia started in 98 and 99. And I only found out about Yugoslavia atrocities, which was done by Hillary Clinton and Bill Clinton. Amazing. 
nonsense. When I joined United States Army in 2004, so we're looking margin. So you're looking at the, you see the timeline there? That's how, how many years the information was hidden away from us and how much more information that we did not still not receive. But in today's day and age, if you're lazy, excuse my language, a lazy piece of shit to get out there and find out because everything is accessible. Not everything, but, but by definition, when you and I are talking, Frankie, there's no fucking way I'm going to tell you or pass along inf information that I'm not satisfied with and 110% sure of before I open my mouth before you. That's what I'm saying. It just goes to show you how much we're in the dark between 2000, excuse me, 98 and 2002 when we graduated for four or five, six straight years. And on, an, I was completely oblivious of what was going on. A lot of us were. I was too for many years. And yeah. Part of it is also bad education or lack thereof. And I'm sure y'all probably had more education on this than I did because when I went to high school, it wasn't called um, history. It wasn't called uh, civics. It was called social studies. And right, we social was, studies, yeah. History out of it. We were given maybe a chunk of information this big That's on, right. That's on it. our constitution. They only taught, if you're really lucky, you get two weeks, but usually it's like not even a week of the war between the states or what they call the civil civil war. Um, and they don't teach you the whole truth. They just lay the right. information out. They don't talk about Basic how the info. last... It's all whitewashed. Like they always make it seem like Gettysburg was the final battle, and it was not. They also talk about General Lean Appomattox, which was not the end of the war. The end of the war officially ended with a Native American Confederate general surrendering, uh, General Waddy. Well, I I didn't I did not know that. The, and I, uh, I, I, and this is something I've been learning as I go along because it's it's a wonderful group like the uh, SCB and the UDC because they have so much information. And I always tell them because like you know. My views are my own, but a lot of the groups, they always agree with us because the group is not a racist group. They're a historical group, and they have so much information that's been suppressed. Back in the day, they would talk about this in schools. Now that's being attacked where it was strong women doing what uh, the parents are doing today with the school boards in the South. Uh, strong women from the UDC, they got together and they formed a, um, an alliance, basically. It was kind of like a, a committee. That's a better word for it. And they would go over textbooks and they were they going over the textbooks to make sure that the history was taught correctly. And this occurred for many years until recently. It's now parents doing this again, which is nothing new. It's just that we've had years and years and years of people that were older carrying the charge. They died out. They never passed the torch down to the younger generation. That's how we end up in this mess that we are in today with this. That's correct. Culture. And I do have hope for the future because every time that I go out there, I'm seeing more younger people. I'm seeing people that are eight, just turned 18. They want to get out there as an adult and they want to get active. And it's great because they saw how bad our generation was. Um, my generation millennials are horrible. The generation underneath us is bad. And the newest generation I have the most hope for because some of their parents are true patriots. When I went to celebrate Lee Jackson Day in Virginia, which I would love to do a relentless patriot trip down there next year. Absolutely, and we will. W wonderful event, and it was wonderful people. We had uh, parents and young children. They're all friendly people, um, and it's great because you learn about why we flag, why we do the things that we do, and um, it's sad. Christina said, I graduated in 2018, and since then, I dedicated my time and effort to learn about our society and what else they lie about. I'm proud to call myself. There you go. Educate yourself. That's the best thing you could do. That's one That's of the, the best, best things you can do. It's the best thing because when you when you feel like you're all by yourself and nothing makes sense, 
just start researching. The, that's the best thing you could do for yourself. If you feel like everybody's against you, no, not necessarily. Everybody, you're not like everybody. You're just looking, you're looking in the direction that nobody wants to look into. That's right. And, and that's about. why Frankie uh, is always active. I see Frankie because Frankie's digging hard. And <clears throat> I, I don't necessarily know as much as Frankie do, but what I could tell you when it comes to Ukraine, I'm on top of that motherfucker. And whatever comes my way, you guys will, uh, you guys will be the first one to get it <clears throat> because I'm not getting it from American sources. Let's just put it this way. I'm getting it directly from the source that's on ground <clears throat> in right. Ukraine. You know, those short videos or somewhere along, Frankie can pass it along to you and you can watch and you can choose for yourself. And I always make sure that I don't send Frank the same exact source. I always try to vary it so he could always see the see uh, uh, the difference. But they're very similar, but they, yet they're different. So I always try to go to the front and then to the middle and to the very back of where Zelensky is sitting. So, you know, I'm trying to cover 360, if you will. And, um, you know, Frankie hasn't questioned me not to say that I'm always 100%. I could be 100% wrong if Frankie takes that very same information and I'll be only applauding him and say thank you for correcting me. I'm not about to fight, but I'll always applaud if somebody can um, go get yeah. what I put out. You know, I mean, look, look what Kayla McInerney shared the other day, my friends. She shared a video in which showed Russian planes bombing the crap out of the Ukraine. Meanwhile, that was a video that was 10 years prior in Bulgaria. Correct, correct. And Kaylee McInerney didn't get down yet. And I said, how <clears throat> do you sit there and support the quote-unquote truth and support Trump and represent what America's supposed to be about when you can't even do your basic research about sharing a video? Like, like Alex said, make sure that your sources are credible. And as far as I'm concerned, I showed those videos to a good friend of mine who's from Turkey, who has a lot of extra info, not just about the, uh, the foreign banking systems and how the Federal Reserve also was uh, partially so started in the Ukraine, but he knows everything about the Illuminati, everything about the Goyim, which is the, the Jewish uh, you know, pro-elites from Israel, from England, that are starting to you know, rule the world with their satanic devilry. That's why you have a lot of this woke culture. That's where it comes from. He knows everything. He went to Ukraine, speaks Russian. Not bad for a Turkish person, right? He got beat up badly to the point where he had his jaw broken. I but believe three, it. I believe it. Three Ukrainian <clears throat> dirtbags. It's a dangerous place to be. And I'll be proud to call them dirtbags because that's what dirtbags do, regardless of where you're from. But there, when he went to file the police report, the police didn't give a crap. They told him to go back to Turkey, that he didn't belong here, and that he, that he got what he deserved. What type of justice is that for someone I, visiting and working? If you, yeah, if you open your mouth, if you live in Ukraine, depending where in Ukraine you live, if you open your mouth and you just so happen to speak Russian, that's pretty much uh, um, if you're not pro-Ukrainian. The, 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 the most idiotic part about Ukrainians that all of them speak Russian and Ukrainian. Which is hysterical. It's the same thing where if you don't support Israel, you're anti-Semitic. The That's same right. way if you don't support the Ukraine, you don't support America. What? And I, I did a whole podcast last week. Vinny, you were there with me. Where they were, they were trying to say that the Ukraine was a conservative Catholic nation. 
That's oh, BS. <laughs> a conservative Catholic nation no, it's does not believe in communistic and socialistic principle, vaccine passports, and mandates. Yeah, show me that snowflake so I can throw it right in there. They think it's that. I remember hearing that. <laughs> I was on the floor. As well. And I can't believe they support and they have different types of websites where you can go and donate to these mongrels. Old man Frank, yes, you are correct. Israel you is our friend. You no, are absolutely right. correct. Because they own us. <laughs> and You're we give them $500 correct. million dollars every six months. Israel <laughs> only looks out for itself. Nobody else. And, and, and if you don't get out. that, then I'm sorry. You, I don't, you, where's, you, where's you can circumcise yourself all over again. Israel is still going to evict you, man. Yeah, no, you're right, Christina. You were told that Ukraine is more corrupt than Mexico. Absolutely. The Ukraine is, remember, they were the biggest donors to the Hillary Clinton Foundation for two decades plus already. That's right. They formulated the Federal Reserve, That one of the Red Shields, we call them. The Red Shields are very evil, monstrous people that control and help print our own currency. They also own all the biochemical weapon facilities that uh, Alex was uh, showing me. He actually was showing me videos of all these things. Tanks blowing things up. The Nazi Azov battalions being arrested. That This is where, if, if you really wonder where certain key viruses come from, then look at the Ukraine. 14 biochemical weapon facilities. Did COVID really come from China, my friends? Are we? Are we? Are 30, we really? 30 laboratories that. Uh, 30 laboratories. Res, uh, what, what is that? Uh, excuse me, I forget her name. Victoria Nuland. She rushed back from Ukraine uh, to sit before the uh, uh, senators, and she was so terrified. If you look at that video, you look how much she's ready because she didn't know what kind of response she was going to get. And then when they gave her a green light, like, yeah, we're trying to recover the, the documents, shut down. Uh, trust me, within a matter of weeks, we're going to see a lot of documents. We see we're going to see a lot of physical evidence. We're going to see. I can't wait for this general to uh, be captured for the NATO. We, we, we guys, we're going to have a lot of fun discussing these people. Uh, we just got to give a couple of more, a uh, couple of more days at the most, a week, week and a half. Thirty fucking laboratories in Ukraine for the last thirty years. So what they were doing. They were testing night bats, uh, all sorts of birds, all sorts of animals to... Uh, were they testing bats? <laughs> to, to, to put these viruses into these animals because the Ukraine, between Europe and Russia, Ukraine is the uh, major point where animals and, excuse me, birds fly, and then they flock all the way to Russia and then to China and you name it, to the uh, parts of Asia. So that was what was supposed to take place, and it didn't take place. Because on the 8th of March, which is International Women's uh, Day, they were going to deliver this present. But guess what never happened? The laboratories uh, were shut down before they could release this fucker. Uh, excuse me, this, this evil uh, disease, if you will. It never, it was going to happen. It was supposed to happen. The whole buildup was going, going up to the that 8th of March. <laughs> but Vladimir Putin spoiled spoiled all the fun for them, and now he's the evil guy. Well, that's because the New World Order doesn't want you to know that they're evil. They like to disguise every little thing that they do. Um, what I was going to say was they're also Ukrainian-specific, just like Nigeria, just like these other ridiculous countries that support socialism and, and Nazi-like behavior, are big human sex traffickers. A lot of... A lot of um, 
Saudi Arabians, a lot of young women and children from there have been brought to Northern Europe. And Ukraine was a hub that was dispersing them. Oh, I like his t-shirt. Real, real, real. Howdy, howdy. I'm sorry, I forgot his name. T-shirt. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> howdy, howdy. No, no. Uh, somebody wrote something on the on the, and he had a he had a shirt of a Confederate flag. That's what. That's me. <laughs> oh, it is you. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious! I'm I'm new to uh, live streaming on uh, Instagram, Ooh, so forgive glad me. Glad to have you on. That's here. okay. No worries. And um. Yeah, you know, have fun with it, guys. Yeah, on this show, and and Alex has been listening to me for a long time. Vinny, you've been with me at several podcasts and live feeds here. This is what we do. We're we're not we're not conspiracy theorists. We're truth tellers. We're sayers of of liberty. We're sayers of of freedom. We represent what this country's supposed to represent. I bled for the country. I bled for this country, and I know I I, I my eyes are wide open. Uh, if if there are people that are going to call me out, and the first thing I always ask, not not necessarily uh, to those that are with me, but ignorant assholes. I first question I always ask, what's what have you done lately for your country? Like, tell me what what what's what's your contribution? What's your significant stand? Where do you stand? Like, and and if and if I hear nothing but propaganda. Uh, and the couch general speaking here in front of me, I was like, brother, shut the fuck up and get out of my face. Go out there, be a patriot, contribute to your state, your county, your town. And if you can't see past that, I was like, I I'm, I'm sorry, I'm wasting my time. Literally, I'm wasting my time. Because there's nothing I could say or do to convince you otherwise, because you're so fucking far gone that you only see your way. Yeah, we are batting a thousand, old man Frank, because yeah, we do most of the things that we say, and people just like, no, 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 you're wrong. Support the Ukraine, and who told you to do that? Uh, ben Shapiro, um, uh, who told you to who told you to donate money? Joe Biden. I mean, this is how brainwashed people are. Where they just and people donate. That's the, that's the craziest part. People donating. I, I they're just, donating I... the money to a country in which you have zero idea how it was formed and how our government's behind it how the Democrats are in bed with them, how Hunter Biden gets to do whatever he wants there, and how the laptop photos are never going to be leaked out to the public completely to the point where the man gets arrested and hung for treason. Period. End of story. We are batting a thousand, but the thing is people still don't want to believe it. And it's like, well, if the truth's right in front of you, if the evidence is right there, if the research was already done, then I'm sorry. It's time to move on from your pettiness and your ignorance and I, learn how to cut Frankie, I, I, I was arguing with, uh, with I was arguing with an Australian a couple of days ago on the Facebook, and I just chose not to because it it wasn't going anywhere. So uh, and uh, I I told him it's like if you're such a proud Australian, why don't you uh, why aren't you become independent because you're still under Britain British flag, you're still paying rent to Britain. So if you're such a hotshot, why don't you become a sovereign state? first and then open your mouth the same way america should the america is still paying rent to britain we're still owned by britain the queen of England, uh the biggest canada biggest is some some states are very much inclined uh, louisiana no not excuse me not louisiana louisiana was french french initially entered louisiana when the europe flocked the french shores of a lot of people like to lose sight of that seven-year war as well. That's when, that's when England kind of like, thank, you know, thank God for the colonials, Vinny. 
Thank God for the actual Confederates that actually held the frontier lines while the, the French and Native American allies were raiding them across the frontier and the borders. And the British troops failed to deliver their promise of protection. That's right. And I, Where my favorite, was the justification for that? Yeah. I, I debate with people all the time online. And my favorite is um, when, you know, they get mad at us and like, well, your side lost. I'm like, listen, they surrendered. However, how many wars do we honor when we didn't have a good turnout? For example, War of 1812, they almost never teach about it. We call it the Forgotten War. People try to lump the War of 1812 with the revolution. In some ways, it was similar, but it was basically uh, Canada and Britain. They had a second attack on the USA for land. And the second attack led to, I think, um, double the amount. We had double the amount of British that died in the War of 1812 that were Americans. So we lost right. big time. We, we, we did lose that war. Through. And that's, that's what I'm saying. The Queen the and we the never left. Look at all the towns we still name after after British sections. Yeah, plenty. Parliament, Essex, West Essex, mm -hmm. you know, Hamilton Drive, and all this. Like, it's all British. Yep. Certain sections and our tax money funds the Queen of England's disgusting pedophile ring. It, it, and it funds Hillary Clinton's pedophile ring. It funds all the New World Order's pedophile rings, including the Ukraine, my friends. So if, if you're angry about $13.6 billion, think about all the billions and trillions of dollars that were spent over the period of, I don't know, uh, half a century or even more towards tyranny. Towards all the wars, we help fund every major war the world has ever been through since the banking system has been put into place since the mid-1800s after the South was diminished. And it's still there. Look at all the big names, Rockefeller and yeah. Rothschild, top tiers of the 13 families. Still there. They have been around forever. Family it's, business, just like you said, Frankie, family business. Heavily involved with the Ukraine as well, especially when it comes with sex trafficking. I don't know if you guys saw that video I had posted. He was interviewed not too long ago about how he helped back in the 90s fund the United States operation to help Ukraine secede from Russia. He bragged about it like it was no big deal. He said, yes, we went in there. We gave them weapons and supplies and we gave them money. That piece of shit. Krasinski, that Polish fuck, that he, uh, in him, uh, he's, uh, I know there are a lot of them, there are, well, at least five major um, uh, figures that I'm currently working on, uh, I'll be sending you that info as well, Frankie, under every name, and they have a extended biography, we're talking like 30 years extended war crime uh, biography on every, on every one of them. That, that, that's an awful long period of time to do uh heinous things to people and have no justice be done about it whatsoever and they profited that that's their main profit that's their main profit that's their main uh profit to uh, uh not to keep it together but fundamentally just break down um uh, break down the places that they well russia primarily if we're really really looking at russia russia primarily it doesn't matter whether they were russians or Indians were living in Russia. Forget about Russians. We're just so used to Russians living on the largest uh, uh, on the largest continent on Earth, and it just so happens they have extended uh, uh, unlimited su uh, supply of oil, natural resources. You name it. And like I said, it could have been anybody living there: Indians, Germans, Polish. It doesn't matter. It just so happens to be Russians happen to live on that land. 
And Americans and Europeans, Europeans, if you look in Europe overall, they're sucked every natural resource as of 2020, excuse me, 2022. They, may, they can only afford to maybe, I don't know, maybe five more years. Saudi Arabia at most, they got 10, 15, maybe 20 years of oil. You know, they're heavily investing in real estate like Donald Trump, you know. And they realize they're running out of natural resource and they got to do everything they can under any, and Ukraine is a perfect uh, 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 place to, to make everything happen. So Europeans get what they wanted and Americans get what they wanted. And what, what do they want? Natural goddamn resources. Well, I mean, look what happened. I mean, again, go back to the Civil War. What did the North not have enough of? Even though all the history clips and videos said the North had everything. Okay, so if the North, if the North had everything, then why or why did they want to go to the South? Because it wasn't enough for what they wanted. They had, they had the railroad. They had the telegraph. They had all the all all, all, the, all they had business insurance companies. Remember, they had they had the big banks. They had all the power and all the land and all the wealth that they could ever want and all the jobs. Christine, a lot of people are afraid. A lot of people feel the same way you do. They're just afraid. Trust me. They're they just do. afraid. Absolutely. And thank you for attending, Christine. Christine it's, uh, it's, you're not alone because I think for the longest time I was terrified even in college. No, I, I, yeah, I absolutely agree. Like, you be absolutely. And you also have to worry. Another thing in college, what we're forced to do, people don't know this, I'm working on my PhD, and when you're in college, you're forced to write how the professor wants you to write because, God forbid, you sound a little bit more conservative. Your grades going to suffer. And That's I think right. I'm going to graduate. Like and so it's, um, here's the deal with the woke culture nonsense at our schools. It's the same thing. If you don't believe in what we believe in, you're a terrible person. Well, let me, let me ask you terrible people that are part of BLM and woke this basic question. What have you done for your fellow uh, brown or black person? Have you helped your fellow neighbor out lately? Have you done anything that helped them get ahead in life? Have you helped them study? Have you helped them uh, with uh, finding a job or, you know, help them with business connections? Have you done anything for the person next to you? Because if you have not, please remove yourself from our school systems because you're not doing anything there but causing mass division and you're causing political unrest and you have no idea what you're doing other than what these Marxist assholes at the top have told you to do. Or I'll just keep my mouth shut so I don't lose my job. It, it, people can keep their mouth shut all they want. I mean, you, you see all the woke propaganda, the anti-white training that even exists in Home Depot of all places, which is ran and supposed to be supported by veterans. How did that woke nonsense get slipped in there? You guys ever see that worksheet employees have to fill out? How about Target? It's all Christina, I actually thing. applied to work at the college because I'm trying to become an adjunct. Oh, my God. Liberty University here is a, a more, one of the better ones on the spectrum that um, they're not as, quote, unquote, woke as some of the other ones like Princeton or Harvard or even some of these top universities that were once really good. Here's actually a funny story. Um, and I'll explain this in another video when I really delve into, like, our local history in Jersey. I was part of a group, and it was, I did not go to Princeton myself, but I love the history of the college. It's a very old school. Um, they have a lot of Revolutionary War heroes um, that were part of the college and the founding and after the fact, as well as veterans to current. Well, the school had a very strong Southern body. A lot of Southerners would go to Princeton. They had a Southerners club. 
I think more than half of the student body was Southern. And at one point, they even had a monument. It's still there. They didn't list what side they were on, but overwhelmingly, the names are Confederate. So what happened was there was a group uh, that was, they had a beautiful chapel. They changed the chapel from the Reverend Samuel Miller Chapel because they didn't like Samuel Miller. He was a revolutionary figure um, in that era. They didn't like him and, you know, this and that. So they stripped his name off the chapel. We were protesting that. I looked deeper into his family. And it was interesting because just the school doing that and canceling him allowed us to honor his ancestors. His son was a Confederate veteran who was uh, born in New Jersey. And while New Jersey was a Union state, he fled New Jersey to Virginia. And he fought for Virginia as a uh, captain as well as a chaplain. So he had a dual role. He then moved back to New Jersey with his wife that was... Uh, Governor McDowell, his daughter, Sally McDowell, she was a strong woman because she actually was divorced and that was frowned upon in the 1800s. She was divorced and both families were like, no, no, we don't want her family name to be embarrassed. She goes, well, the hell with you. I'm going to marry him anyway. They get married. They have two daughters that were living up in New Jersey. And um, this is a, a Southern family that was displaced up there. So, um, and Frankie brought up the point about the whole North and this and that wanting the Southland. I tell people all the time, if the war between the states was really about slavery, why was President Jefferson Davis working on his own emancipation proclamation that would have been more meaningful than Lincoln's and would have actually helped people? He was arrested and thrown in jail before he can enact it, and Congress has invaded the Confederate Congress. Funny how that worked, huh? Yeah, amazing. And slavery, which people forget about, was still well enacted up north. Delaware, New Jersey, Maryland, Kentucky, Missouri. Uh, parts of Union-controlled areas, like uh, New Orleans was Union-controlled at the time of the Emancipation Proclamation. The Emancipation Proclamation only applied to those areas that Lincoln didn't control. It was meaningless. It did not free a single slave. What was really funny was when Lincoln did that, there were still slaves in New Jersey. There were still slaves in New Jersey when Juneteenth was declared a thing. If you read the Juneteenth orders, People are celebrating martial law where people, regardless if you were white, black, or anything else in between, you were banned from leaving your house without getting army permission. You were banned from going across state lines. So when people talk about what it was like during COVID, when you had to leave and you couldn't leave a state line. That's right, that, direct violation. That's yeah, exactly that's it. Like that's that's exactly, yeah. mm -hmm. exactly what it was like. And when I tell people about the slavery in New Jersey, they try to hide it. New Jersey tried to cover it up because it, it really did not make the union look good at all. Um, it made Lincoln seem hypocritical because Lincoln, in a sense, was a liberal, and people forget that. The early Republican Party is nothing like the current Republican Party today. Um, when people compare, there's a movie called um, The Death of a Nation. I look at it, and I'm like, this is basically the birth of a nation 2.0 with the propaganda. It shows uh, Lincoln and Trump, which those yeah. two people could not be farther from one another. If anything, Trump is more similar to President Jefferson Davis than he is Lincoln. So I did not like that movie. I actually boycotted it. And I told people, don't even go to it. Because again, you have these neoconservatives that are pushing this false ideology that Lincoln was like, uh, was like Trump. And they were not. And like the Republicans have Lincoln dinners, which I'm like, technically it should be Jefferson Davis dinner. Wow. <laughs> well, the, the, thing, the thing is, though, the slavery hasn't gone away, whether it's physical form or you uh, um, captured yourself within yourself. You're slave by your own nature. So slavery is still around, no matter how you cut it. And in New right. Jersey, we had a case of modern slavery. And when people forget is that um, slavery exists. It still exists in many parts of Africa. I think it w wasn't until like 2008 that they finally hardened a law which allowed a loophole for one African country that was actively involved in it still. I know that in New Jersey, they caught a salon in uh, Newark 
um, that was trafficking people in from West Africa. So the owners were from West Africa. They came over here. They had everything like legally done. So they weren't um, illegals or anything. And then what happened was they got busted for slavery because New Jersey's laws are still lax on that. They only got five years, five oh, years when wow. they had 43 people or something. Amazing how the North gets special treatment for all the atrocities that they've done, especially hey, there, okay. hey, especially if, I'm gonna be right if people cannot understand what the basic premises of the state's rights were, regardless if they believe in slavery or not. I'm, and look, guys, I'm not agreeing with slavery at all. We know that's a bad, it's a bad thing, period, no matter how you put it. But when a state has a right to operate within a certain means of confinement and, and liberty, and they have the uh, agriculture and they have their, uh, you know, their way already set up, it's kind of hard to force someone to do something that they don't want to do. But in this case, slavery is a direct violation of freedom. So I understand why the North did what it had to do. But the lies that were behind the reason why they you know, went down south and did what they did, it doesn't mean you get to completely demolish a, uh, an entire section of the country and rebuild it in your light. You have, you have no right. You have no permission. It's still a violation of the Articles of Confederation, no matter how which way you put it. And the North had no right to go down there. They had no right to go down there. If they were to come to a consensus where, okay, look, we don't want anyone to be a slave. Fine, no problem. How can we work this problem out where we don't have to go down and start a war with you? And the North, here's the thing. The North never pleaded with the South about this. Even Lincoln had said, I don't care what they say. He, he forced all the members of Congress to go into that 13th Amendment like that was some type of a scapegoat or excuse to go down there. He, he didn't even talk with President Jefferson Davis last time I checked, Vinny. Okay? And he, and he didn't even... Um, he, I mean, I think he met up with some uh, Confederate generals from what I read in this other book. But he did not discuss any other alternative means to prevent this war the way he said he was going to. Especially at the... Uh, uh, at several of the addresses where he addressed Congress about, you know, slavery and why it's bad. I mean, he even called out the Democrats in certain cases. And I think one of the only few things that Lincoln actually did that was a good thing was he said no to the Green Deal. Funny how that Green Deal becomes a Green New Deal. But it's funny. Listen, listen right. to this. Back then, hang on. The Green Deal was a premise set up by foreign bankers. Here you go. Say exactly centralized government, centralized currency, because remember the North and the South had two different types of currency, right? So this, this banking system, I bet you it might have been Rockefeller Rothschild. It had to be, because back then they were they were in the country already. It was it was common sense. So they said to Lincoln, "If you don't start this war, we will never give you any of this. Uh, you know, union. They, they they even called it the union, and." He said, no, this is no way to force a country into something and to centralize. He, he said no to this. But the thing is, they forced his hand. And because they forced his hand, they used Lincoln. And later, that was the reason why he was executed by John Wilkes Booth, who, mind you, was a Democrat. Yeah, I'm, I'm afraid I'm afraid Zelensky is uh, going to get the same treatment. Yes, he's a paid off shill. 
for the banking again. Go back yeah. to the banking system. He, he, he uh, I was say I sent Frank a video today of uh, Zelensky's uh, uh, home uh, residency in Florida, Miami, Florida. You believe uh, that he has a residence in Florida? This piece oh, of scum filth. Yeah, that's insane. Uh, and and I don't know. I like I I'm curious to see. Like I sort of kind of like predict on my own what's going to happen to him. But if he thinks he's going to travel to United States with $2 billion of stolen taxpayers' money and just leave for the rest of his life in America, I think he's got another thing coming for him. That's an amazing piece of information. I hope people are paying attention. And you know what's interesting? So in Frank And because, don't forget, Donald Trump is a resident of Florida. That's right. So, I know him and Putin are good friends, so I wonder what those conversations were about. Because Putin's like, well, I'm pulling the trigger. I'm sorry that you're not in charge anymore, my friend. But it doesn't matter at this point. Trump yeah. knows what's going on over there. Trump didn't want us to join the European Union. He also but, didn't care about NATO. Yeah, He's but Zelensky's so out of control. Everybody. He's not even shaving. He looks like he's snoring 24-7. You know, like, his eyes are like, his eyes are about to, like, gauge out. He has no, he has, he's got a blank screen stare, excuse me. There's no motion, there's no logic, there's just, there's just pre-written, uh, pre-written material. And he's like, can I be left alone so I can fall back and do what I'm doing best, snoring, yelling. And, you know, he's just. Some of them look possessed. Like, have you Yeah, seen exactly, possessed. The better word, possessed. You're absolutely Look at all the, the French feminists uh, that were naked protesting women's rights. International Women's Day. And they were like, uh, you know, Ukraine believes in feminist pride. Like, sit down and shut up. Yeah. You guys what? are an embarrassment. And you're not even from the Ukraine and you're French. I mean, go back to your freaking yeah. where you Do you remember when you have Nancy Pelosi, who she looks like she's like shriveled when she stood up and she was doing that? I was like, Ugh. Yeah, oh, by I mean, the way, by the way, it didn't happen, Frankie, but Nancy Pelosi was supposed to fly to Ukraine Yes, and uh, she was supposed to get a. Uh, she was supposed to receive a fat paycheck, but paycheck. But, right, she was she was she was offered a large amount of money to go to uh, to go to Ukraine to meet with um, Zelensky and the European leaders to uh, massacre of Bucha, as I sent you the videos. But and of all the places that offered her pay, it was Taiwan. Taiwan was supposed yeah. to pay her. To uh, to go visit to go visit Ukraine. Hello. Hi. How are you? Good. How are you guys? I was gonna go to bed, but here I yeah. am. So it never happened. It never happened because yeah. I don't know whether Nancy Pelosi was under influence or she's just too old to move, or her jogs are just falling ahead of her before she could make a step. You know, so she never got paid. She was supposed to go there and get paid, but she never did. That's one piece of information I want to share with you today. That, I didn't even know that. Yeah. And oh, that, that'll never like, surface on the news. That'll never surface. That'll never no, surface. No, it won't because they're too worried about her not looking good. And I really think that with Pelosi, that's a prime example of why we need term limits. Because you have these people that will, um, they'll be in office and they're in office for like life. And it's, it becomes like a career. <laughs> yeah. It's a pleasure to have you on here Yeah. once more. And, um, she knows also a lot of information about the, what the Ukraine has done. Um, she has relatives that live in Russia, I believe. And um, all over. Or all over? 
all over. In Kazakhstan, I'm actually from Kazakhstan, and I moved here when I was six years old. Oh. And I speak fluent Russian, so if you ever need a translator. Как дела? Хорошо. But um, I just wanted to like um, see if me I could go on. I don't know. Yeah. I so. So how do you feel about Kazakhstan being rescued by Vladimir Putin in January and now they turn around and stab them in the back? Oh, I don't really know much about what happened. If oh. you can fill me in, you can. I did So in January, it. what happened was it was supposed to, a coup was supposed to take place. And uh, uh, about seven years ago, uh, Vladimir Putin created a, created a, um, a former uh, USSR republics. Uh, if you will, they, they form an alliance where if one uh, republic gets in trouble, the rest will come to the rescue just to uh, make sure that there's peace and quiet and there's no government overthrow. So in January, beginning of January this year, Kazakhstan... So uh, just to put things in perspective, uh, Russia was supposed to have... Uh, Belarus, Ukraine, and Kazakhstan was uh, three, three, uh, three places were supposed to have turmoil at the same time going on. Belarus never, never fell through two years that it took. It never, it never uh, fell through. Then they took Kazakhstan. Kazakhstan uh, uh, was rescued. And the third, obviously, is the Ukraine that's going on right now. But Belarus, Ukraine, and Kazakhstan were supposed to be completely separated from Russia, and they were supposed to go against Russia. That never ha happened. So Ukraine is the last stand for America and Europe, if you will. Which so, so Ukraine, obviously, is the fr uh, front man uh, for the uh, if you uh, so-called revolution, if you will. But yeah, Kazakhstan right now, they turn around and stop uh, the very man that helped uh, to uh, over uh, to help to prevent the overthrow of the government in Kazakhstan. So I don't know what's going to happen, uh, yeah. but uh, Ukraine right now is a f uh, front man for this whole uh, push, um, push the agenda. I, I don't know whether you knew or not, uh, but uh, yeah, so it was a collective, it was a collective attributive uh, push that never happened. I, I find that crazy that, you know, um, if, if Putin was, he said he was, he was supposed to help Kazakhstan. He did. He did in January, but, and he actually, he, he saved a lot of, he saved, he, he saved the situation. Uh, pretty much Kazakhstan would have been like Ukraine right now, if you will. So thank goodness for Putin if he was helping. Right. And, and Belarus too. So Belarus and Kazakhstan, they actually owe uh, their lives to Putin for saving their asses. Uh, Lukashenko, who is the current president of Belarus, he owes his president to Putin. The current president of Kazakhstan, he owes his attributes to Putin as well. No matter how you cut it. No matter how you cut it. So Ukraine is by itself. Ukraine was supposed to be with Belarus and Kazakhstan attacking Russia, but it never happened. I meant to talk to you about it, but I haven't uh, built my... Uh, case around it but i have uh more more of uh, information on ukraine versus belarus and uh listen the amount of photos and videos that you've shared about and even the ones i've sent to people um about how the ukrainian soldiers are beating in people's heads in parking lots it's disgusting how many ukrainian soldiers with the blue bands the blue nazi bands are on there correct 
are are ripping people out of their cars and just sma smashing them with their rifle butts simply because they speak Russian. They've I think that's a complete matter of human rights violations. For eight years. I mean, yeah, so, oh, there you are. Follow, absolutely. Let's follow. Yeah, I'm getting popular on Instagram today. Uh, you, you, and trust me, you will. <laughs> I don't need this kind of attention, but thank you, Frankie. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, I can okay. hear you just fine. I'm just, I put the headphones on. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't, I, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. I just, she said, she said Kazakhstan, and that's why I sort of, I figured uh, if you've uh, been living here since six, I figure I'd bring you up to speed uh, as far as the situation in Kazakhstan. So I don't know whether um, I, I'm still, uh, like I said, I'm glued to Kazakhstan as well. I'm following up. I'm seeing what's, uh, what will happen. But it's, it's, um, it's just unbelievable how you help somebody and they turn around and stab you in the back. Well, um, can you explain the stabbing in the back part? Because I wasn't aware of that. So, right. So what was going to happen? So, uh, uh, Europe and America, they wanted their person in charge of Kazakhstan. Like, you remember what happened in Venezuela? They want to bring this no-name, uh, what was his name, uh, to replace the current president of Venezuela. Same thing they wanted to do in Kazakhstan. They want to overthrow the government. They want to bring uh, their person that will uh, dance under uh, their pretenses. And it never took place. Interesting. Amazing, right? So, and, and the thing is, America has a lot to do with the overthrows of certain governments. In right. Freedom. We've done that to Afghanistan. We've done yeah. that to Iraq. We've done that to Iran. We've done it to our own people. Down Libya. We, we've done it to Libya. We did it to Venezuela. That's exactly what you're talking about. What angers me the most about our government is the atrocities that are allowed to happen with our tax money. And then everyone from everywhere else turns around and says America is crap. Because our government is doing these things, not we the people. I don't agree to raiding other countries and pillaging and looting and doing other things to women. Or telling children. them how to live or trying to enforce whatever our values are in them, which I'm like dead against because it's not our place to do that. This, this is not America. This is communist dictatorship. Yeah, and how come how come people that are currently crying about Ukrainian flag, they turn a blind eye on how Saudi Arabia murders uh -huh. Stone's woman to death? massively every year i don't see your crying or uh going out in the streets raising awareness to that aspect no you don't you if you even try doing it's funny because we had a lady that when i went to school for my my original associate's degree was part of the social work department and if anyone knows social workers they tend to be diehard uh left-wing um so i already knew my audience the one lady she was uh she was really interesting so she was a special type of a Muslim and, um, you know, she was white, but she converted over and she, uh, we, we had to go over like, you know, who would be comfortable working with, who would we, you know, not be comfortable working with as a client. And the, one of the, one of the, um, the vignettes that was in the uh, assignment gave you a scenario of a very traditional, uh, Muslim man who was not comfortable seeing a female counselor and she shoots out of her seat and she goes, I kind of want to go on a plane right over there and I want to school them, the old school ones. And I'm thinking in my head, okay, I'm like, Pam, if that plane gets more than halfway to that country, it's probably going to get turned around. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the minute she gets off the plane, she's going to be like attacked. <laughs> I'm going to read something real quick to you guys. We're talking about also American independence in a way and, and why we need to be independent from our government. You know, the average American these days don't know how to stand up for nothing anymore. This is actually written by Samuel Adams 
in Philadelphia, August 1776, right before we won our freedom. Because, you know, let's face it, you had the Constitution, Britain was still there. We didn't drive them out until two years later in 1778. Um, he writes this to his countrymen and brethren at the time. I would gladly have declined an honor to which I find myself unequal. I have not the calmness and impartiality which the infinite importance of this occasion demands. I will, den I will not deny the charge of my enemies that resentment for the accumulated injuries of our country rising to enthusiasm may deprive me of that accuracy of judgment and expression which men of cooler passions may possess. Let me beseech you, I want you guys to listen to this next couple sentences. Let me beseech you then to hear me with caution, to examine your prejudice, and to correct the mistakes into which I may be hurried by my zeal. So he's saying, hang on a second now. We just got our country, in a way, free from British tyranny. Now let's not get ahead of ourselves and be the same people that we fought against. Let's make sure that when we have liberty and freedom, it is delivered justly to everybody. And let's not get ahead of ourselves and act amok and act like we're the best country. He says this next. Truth loves an appeal to the common sense of mankind. I'll say that again. Truth loves an appeal to the common sense, keyword common sense of mankind. Your unperverted understandings can best determine on subjects of a practical nature. The positions and plans which are said to be above the comprehension of the multitude may be always suspected to be visionary and fruitless. So like I'm saying, slow down. Stop thinking that you got to take care of everybody else because now we have freedom. Who are we? The positions and plans, he who, who, he who made all men hath made the truths necessary to human happiness obvious to all. Our forefathers threw off the yoke of popery and religion. So we got the freedom of religion, freedom of expression. For you is reserved the leveling the popery of politics. They opened the Bible to all and maintained the capacity of every man to judge for himself in that same religion. So spiritual truths unequal to material. And then he goes on to say, your feelings of happiness do not outweigh your discernment of freedom and liberty. So that's what we're doing here. That's what our government is doing 24-7. They are brainwashing people to say, you got to support Ukraine, otherwise you're not a happy people. You're not real Americans. You're not, you're not, you're not, you know, standing up to help another nation, uh, you know, quote unquote, secede from a tyrannical government. Like, like but Frank, you, you don't even have to have a high school degree to understand when Biden tells you Putin raise our gas prices. If you don't even acknowledge <laughs> that do, aspect brother. of reality. Then I'm sorry. Where? What planet are you from? Uh, you remember you last year, people were hoarding the gasoline. And there was all this crazy. There was someone that put the gasoline in a rubber made pin. I'm like, I mean, gonna you, get, you don't have to be, but yet you do because apparently people can't even look past their common core education for the you know. People, people are saying like, oh, where am I? Where am I supposed to take my girlfriend out to eat? Go to gas station and have a cone and ice cream and look at the gas price. Yeah. Gas prices yeah. are atrocious because the Democrats rose the gas prices. I mean, you wonder where that thirteen billion, uh, thirteen point six billion dollars came from? Well, 
Look no further than the gas prices. We can't okay. even make our own fuel on our own soil, which is so ironic because the Keystone Pipeline was doing that, and all of a sudden they're like, oh, well, that's right. bad to do, so let's outsource it. So then you go to outsource it, you're going to raise prices on everything. You have all these additional taxations on everything. You're going to, like, I'll even use example. I tend to do a lot of road travel because during the, um, the shutdown, I don't want to go on a plane with a face covering. So what I will be doing this year is I'm driving down to Georgia for a reunion. I was supposed to go down to South Carolina, and I was going to fly down. The only problem was um, the airplane got canceled, and I've noticed that, that they're now controlling where you're flying to. Look at what's happening now in California. California is looking at, I think it's Los Angeles, banning flights from Florida to protest Florida. The question I ask myself, if, if Trump is going to release all the oil reserve that U.S. has been collecting since the 60s, just, just to show the market that Biden is in charge, he's going to... Uh, I mean, that reserve is there for a reason. You know what I mean? That's Just right. like a savings account, it's there for a reason. You know? So if he's going to get rid of the reserve, then I ask myself, he's asking for it. We're going to have a, a, a uncivil, uh, we're going to have unrest, potentially civil unrest. You know, a mayhem, maybe monarchy in some states, you know? Because because that's going to be the bottom line, and people are going to start from somewhere, and gas is it. So I'm, you know, I, as much as I don't like to think about it, that's one of the things that comes to my mind when I hear Biden releasing the uh, the reserves. Yeah, I find it funny that no one no one's even questioning that either. Um, why why are we using our military to cause more tyranny, more panic, more chaos, more dismay? Because that, that's what we want to do so that way NATO can get involved. And everyone's like, well, NATO is the good guys. You should support NATO. What's wrong with you? They're about freedom across the entire world. No, they're, like, they're, they're worse than the United Nations. The atrocities of NATO since 1949, that's when they were established to, to beat out the Nazis everywhere they go. But yet they're run by the same Nazis of today. So how is it that NATO, United Nations, and all these communistic, globalistic assholes are allowed to just stomp their feet around wherever they may you know, deem necessary, and no one's able to do anything, and our government's like, okay, well, if NATO wants to go, we're going to go into this global alliance, keyword global alliance, this disgusting New World Order alliance. And um, no, I've, I've about had it when it comes to any type of joint effort with other countries that are already socialistic or communistic in nature, and they've already enslaved their, you know, their civilians into their, uh, into their ways, into their taxes, into their mandates. I mean, people, people were laughing at me when I said, why are we supporting Israel? Just like the Ukraine, they rolled out the vaccine passport. They rolled out the mandates. They were the first country to do it. Ukraine was second in line. And yet here we are saying support them. Like, guys, you're supporting tyranny. It's, it's so easy to That's see. Right. Uh, I mean, how, how, and, and yet you have people on the Republican side that are just so anxious to support people like this. My I'm favorite is article it, quick. Go ahead, there, I'm going to pull this up. There was a ton of Republicans in New Jersey, and people forget this out. They were quick to side with like one of the countries. You, ha you had some of them that said, all right, let's not get involved altogether. You had some of them that were like, all of us were like, we kind of understand where Russia's coming from. And then you have those that were immediately, without looking into anything, were like, automatically we side with Ukraine. And I think there was a video, um, uh, I know 
at CPAC that was in Florida, there was Billy Prempa. He went up there and he tried to speak for all conservatives. He goes, when I say this, I don't think there's a single Republican that would side with Russia. I'm like, uh, that's not true at all. That's don't, not true at all. Do not Sorry. even make a statement like that. And then there was other Republicans too that were, you know, kind of with him making statements like that that were very broad spectrum. And then all of a sudden now they switched their tune. They Where switched was from this? Hmm? Where was this process and how long ago or what rally, whatever? That oh, Billy just, um, right when stuff started happening, uh, it was around um, CPAC when they were in Florida. And it looked like he was sitting up there and he put it on a story and how he was speaking there, talking about how um, trying to make a broad spectrum statement. And everyone was like, nope, we don't agree with that. And then you have, um, I think the other kid, his name is, uh, he's Aaron something. He's a young kid from, I think, um, some northern state, but he goes to like a lot of CPAC events and he did something in California. But the mindset, which is so funny, of those, um, the Republicans that are either super up north or super out west is a lot different. It's more of a moderate Democrat. Right. You were in a, you were in a, you were in a Christian Orthodox uh, cross on your uh, neck. Oh, yeah, I am. Yay. It's Christian Orthodox, I could tell. Nice. Yeah. My name means resurrection, too. Uh, amen. Amen. I hope we can resurrect our country. Hey, we we got to resurrect liberty one day. I'm praying. And it's, I tell people all the time, it's going to take a long time. It's in New Jersey. And I don't mean to sound um, super morbid when I say this, but to an extent, New Jersey is a lost cause compared to like other states that you're able to do more. Like Virginia, you can do a lot more. Maryland and New Jersey are the two that are kind of like, eh. Even Delaware, that's kind of far gone. Um, you can maintain certain liberties. You're going to be fighting for your life, like in New Jersey. If it wasn't for uh, one or two good, and I use that term loosely, good liberals like Jamel Holly that said, okay, like the, the whole mandate thing when they were going to strip us of our one exemption, he said, this is a segregation issue and it's going to disproportionately affect people of color more, which he's, he's right about that when it comes to the mandates. He's absolutely right. He had enough courage to stand up for that and they, uh, he voted against it. But because he did that, he's never going to serve in office again. The liberals made sure of that. Well, that, that, that's part of the problem, too. We're dealing with too many Republicans that are willing to deal with people of lesser character. Eagles. Or I'm sure all of y'all know, like <laughs> all three of us, um, all three of us, we were out at uh, the state house quite frequently fighting for our basic rights. Yes, we were. And I, I'm sure y'all will know. All I can men, count on my fingers. There count on my fingers how many republicans in office were actually there it was like a handful and then of that handful virtually none of them stood up to the mandates until it affected them until they started saying that right. the, the people in office had to show proof they bullied you bullied me and they bullied anastasia for the flags that we had what that's right or die take that down that's a tyrant's flag how do you know they did they got mad at that my favorite was the recent truckers rally they were like no gasden flag no nothing what I always love when people try to, um, you know, attack us for what flags we have, I have a wonderful uh, pamphlet I give out and it covers how Confederate flags are American flags or I hide in plain sight with the first national. That's right. Oh, that's a lovely Betsy Ross flag you have. <laughs> My favorite. I had the first national. They go, they look because I am Puerto Rican, which is funny. So I am Puerto Rican, but people look at it and they go, oh, you're Puerto Rican. Yeah, I am. And in my head, I'm like, that's not the Puerto Rican flag. I had, um, I had a decoy mask, so it looked like it was a real one, but it was breathable. And it was a first national flag when I was going to Louisiana. And it was Puerto Rican, right, right. <laughs> and I thought for a second that I thought my cover was blown because I saw the flight attendant kept going like this. And she walked over to me and she goes, I'm like, uh-oh. She goes, I just want to say, I support Cuba too. Oh, 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 yeah, okay. And in my head, I'm like, that's not the Cuban flag. Oh, my Lord. They really oh, don't. Hey, listen, you're a Cuban-American now, and they might as well be any other type of nationality because, you know, it's based upon feelings now. You can change your gender. You can change your skin color. 
If I want to say I identify as a black man, the, you, the liberals are going to have a field day. You can't be black. I say, okay, well, how come you can identify as whatever? I, I think I think I heard on the radio was it yesterday, day before yesterday, like people get in trouble in Florida if you call out somebody openly, uh, and if you actually call them gay. Word gay is actually offensive in Florida to gay to gay people. Right. Here's a here's something I want to read real quick. And we're we're talking about the whitewashing of Ukraine's corruption. This article was written by Ted Gallen Carpenter of the American Conservative website. And he goes to say this, and this is exactly what we're doing, exactly what we're saying. Statements from the United States and other Western officials, as well as pervasive accounts in the news media, have created a stunningly misleading image of Ukraine. There has been a concerted effort to portray the country not only as a victim of brutal Russian aggression, but as plucky and noble bulwark of freedom and democracy. The conventional narrative would have, uh, would have us believe that Ukraine is an Eastern European version of Denmark. Lies, lies, lies. The promoters of that narrative contend that the ongoing war is not just a quarrel between Russia and Ukraine over Kiev's ambitions to join NATO and Moscow's territorial claims in Crimea and the Donbass. No, they insist that the war is part of a global struggle between democracy, they always like to use that word, and authoritarianism. Meanwhile, Ukraine is an authoritarian state. And Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky is a leader worthy of nothing less than Winston Churchill's legacy. Winston Churchill, for those of you that don't know, was a socialist pig for Britain. Biggest uh, pig. President Biden, in his March 26 remarks on the war, said that the conflict was a, quote, a battle between democracy and, auto and autocracy, between liberty and repression, between a rule-based order and one governed by brutal force, unquote, which is a complete lie. That's what he's doing to our country. We all know that. CNN's John Blake literally compared Ukraine's cause to America's in its revolutionary war. He claimed Ukrainians are building their own monuments to democracy with their blood. The world, he said, has been transfixed by their battle to repel the mighty Russian army and preserve the birth of democracy in their homeland. I'm going to stop right there real quick before I keep reading. What democracy are they talking about? They're enforcing mass mandates and vaccinations and Ukrainian soldiers are beating up their own citizens that happen to speak Russian. What is What's that? up, buddy? Hey, you want to go now, man? Uh, go, by, go by yourself. <laughs> Can you? Can you go by yourself? Yeah, I could. All right. Well, I'm kind of busy right now. He wants to take you for a ride right. along. I love it. <laughs> I denied him twice already. I I, uh, I I only do this once a week with you, so that's why I have to do oh, it. I'm sorry. I know, man. I know it's It's sad. all good, man. No, no. It's all right. I'll explain myself later. I, I, I'm sorry to interrupt. Here, here is what we're trying to say, too. If democracy, keyword democracy, I love how Democrats use that and try to describe the United States as democracy... And every other socialistic nation has a democracy in it, and we establish a democracy in Iraq, but yet they have the most tyrannical uh, you know, laws passed against their own citizens. Then why, oh why, are we supporting them? When, when you have all these different tyrannical mandates going on, it is. That's what democracy Fr is. Frankie, Frankie, like when, when I'll send you a video with a captured three-star general, I would love to see the respond to an average American citizen asking themselves, why 
is a decorated three-star general doing all the way in Ukraine. It, like, look, the article even just said what you said. It's, it, it isn't just a geopolitical struggle. It's a call to remember the courage of the Ukrainian people. Mm -hmm. and, and, and that the U.S. used to be, it's a beacon of liberty and we're going to help the Ukrainians free themselves from the evil Russian people. Give me a break. And they're, they're, they're even calling these Ukrainian foot soldiers Minutemen. How dare you use that word? How dare you use that word? And you act like Russia's the tyrannical ones. When they're the ones causing all the, you know, Ukraine's the ones causing the, the issues at the border. Give me a break. Killing people, stomping their heads in. Um, this was a quote uh, from former President uh, George Bush. Uh, and, uh, let's see, John M. Bridgeland, director of the White House Domestic Policy Council, uh, had said that uh, he had similarly expressed fawning admiration for Zelensky and Ukraine's alleged commitment to democracy. Here we go again. The world is seeing the bravery of the Ukrainian president and the Ukrainian people who are willing to die to defend their democracy and freedom. I love how they just keep using it. No cost is too high for Ukrainians to defend their democracy and beloved Ukraine. Fox News contributor and former CIA station chief Dan Hoffman contended that what scares Putin at the heart of this conflict is democracy. Key word again, democracy. It's not that NATO represents a threat. He added that Putin couldn't stomach a democracy on his own on his border with a Russian-speaking Russian population and commercial links to Europe. That's why he launched this brutal attack, which has caused so many Ukrainians... So let me get this straight. You're jealous of Ukraine for their democracy when Putin himself is more of a nationalist. He's more of a conservative than Zelensky is. I don't see Putin rocking the hammer and sickle, even though he's a former KGB agent. I also don't see him rocking a, a swastika on his soccer jersey. Zelensky has. Have a lot, Frank. The the basic question you got to ask yourself: in the last thirty years, other than Afghanistan, that was when USSR. Where did Russia invade, and who did Russia kill in the last thirty years? That's the basic question that a lot of people refuse to ask themselves. Mm -hmm. Well, they think that we did something in Syria. Meanwhile, it was the same bullshit that they're doing in Ukraine is, you know, funding a terrorist organization to say Russia's doing it. And they did the same thing in Syria. Believe it or not, uh, the uh, Syrian president, uh, what's his name? Forgive me, I forget. Um, Assad. Assad, Bashar, Bashar Assad, Bashar Assad, Bashar Assad. He was also saved by Russian president. Here's some of the atrocities that the Ukraine has done so far, aside from the other facts I had uh, spoken about earlier. Um, the article goes on to say Ukraine's track record of protecting democracy and civil liberties is not much better than its performance on corruption. Duh. In Freedom House's 2022 report, Ukraine is listed in the partly free, quote-unquote, category with a score of 61 out of 100. Other countries in that category, category include such bastions of liberal democracy. And this is what I'm pissed off about in terms of the Philippines, because I have a lot of friends out there. Rodrigo Duterte, uh, Serbia, Hungary, and Singapore. Well, yeah, they're all, they're all democratic, socialistic idiots. Hungary, 
which has been a target of, uh, of, of criticism among progressives in the West because of Prime Minister Viktor Orban's conservative social policy. He ranks eight points higher than the Ukraine, which is the funny part, which is a recipient of uncritical praise from the same Western ideological factions that claim that democracy works and it's the best. Even before the war erupted, there were ugly examples of authoritarianism in Ukraine's political governance. Just months after the 2014 Maiden Revolution, there were efforts to smother domestic critiques, which accelerated as years passed. Ukrainian officials also harassed political dissidents, uh, adopted censorship measures. That's, that, oh, that, that's new. And, uh, and barred federal journalists whom they regarded as critics of the Ukrainian government and its policies. Such offensive actions were criticized by Amnesty International, Human Rights Watch, the Organization for Security and Cooperation in Europe, and other independent observers. The neo-Nazi Azov Battalion, and we talk about this a lot, all the videos I've shared, same thing with Alex, Blue Banders, the guys who like to beat up people who speak Russian, the American, not, or the American Nazis are all there that helped create it. Uh, was an integral part of President Petro Poroshenko's military and security apparatus and has retained that role during Zelensky's presidency. When I warned American soldiers here, both active and inactive, and I know many military people, including ones in my family, the lieutenant colonels and such, when I even told them, what are you talking about, Ukraine's winning, you're full of garbage. Bitches, Slovenia, mini, globalization, blad, zibali. I think you're in the wrong chat room. <laughs> um. <laughs> Russia, Russia, Russia. Yeah, go Russia, please. I'm, I'm even. I am. No, so I just read a comment. I don't know whether she's for or against, but uh, if she understands English, she writes in Russian, then just uh, writing in English. Yeah, really. I mean. I was. That's me, guys. Oh, that's you. <laughs> oh, never mind. My favorite was me with the me with the battle flag shirt. I'm like, who's that? I'm like, that's me. I like fucking with people. You guys, this isn't my account. This is my dog's account. Oh, okay. Well, you see, I'm, I'm glad that because uh, I'm. Fake accounts, I don't know how many fake accounts I've had to made uh, in the past. I don't know. Uh, two months, I have like 10 additional fake accounts now. It's just it's out of control. How many times I've been censored, and I apologize for that hosting. And, but I wonder I'm sure, I'm sure maybe he's because, having a ball um, right now. <laughs> remember when us two? Yes. Uh, remember when us two, we were, uh, you and me were on the bridge and we went with the one group and like, you know, uh, honk, basically honk, like, beep, beep. I was drunk too, sorry. <laughs> no, that was fine. No, you, you made my night that night, especially because like when you held the horn down, it was like, me. <laughs> that was the coolest thing I've ever done. I've always wanted to. <laughs> we closed that bridge down. Look, like we were so cool. Like we you know like, that Walmart just waiting. It's not a symbol of freedom, you know. And um, look, the USSR has already been diminished. The Soviets are, are no worse than Nazis. We know this. But Can I talk about this? Please go ahead, because Putin is a nationalist. He helped save Russia. That's why I'm giving him a lot more praise than the average nincompoop who knows nothing about what Russia's struggles were for the past 1,000 years. And I, I, I know what people are going to say. Oh, you're, you believe in socialism. You believe in the KGB. You believe in all these stupid things. No, I don't. 
Matter of fact, that's what killed Russia. I mean, it saved Russia from the Nazis, but at the same time, Russia imploded in on itself, and it had a terrible twenty-year um, uh, to thirty-year span where most Russians were poor. They were yeah, selling. that's that's absolutely true. Uh, we're talking yeah, thirty years. Yeah, Putin helped save them, right? So we're talking. We're talking. How long has Putin been in office for? Since uh, nineteen ninety-nine. There's a reason why he's been in office, and that most people like him. It's not because he's a dictator. It's because he gets things done. And I know that, you know, having a limited government and, and limited uh, time, uh, time frame that politicians are supposed to, you know, you know serve society for is, is one thing in our country. But look, in other countries, their, their political setup is different. And I, I know people are going to say about Putin, I know, oh, he shuts people down. If they disagree with him, he shoots them. Like, he's, he does all these evil things. But is that even true? Frank, can I talk about it? Go Since ahead, I'm please. Thank you. Okay, so I've been hearing this anti-Russian propaganda since I stepped foot into this country. And I thought I was coming here to this land of the free. Land of the free. And all I learned was how fucking racist everyone here is. Yeah, especially against Russians or anyone who came here. Yeah. Came here after all the Italians and the Irish people came. Like, there's a whole new wave of racism for the Europeans that finally made it over here. You know what I mean? So it came in waves. So the, finally, after the Soviet bloc, there was all these people coming here. Obviously, they came here because they left something that was horrible. So the things that we left um, were our families and, um, you know, bread lines and violence, like horrible violence. Like, like my best friend was murdered in her building. It was the it was, uh, 90s was a wild west. Yeah, and here too. Like, do you guys remember there was riots apparently here in the nineties? Oh, funny, uh, Los Angeles or there were there. That's right. Because they were so upset <laughs> over O.J. Simpson. Nobody talks about how that's always been part of our culture. Is like, yeah, it's always been there. Um, Look, the idea of freedom is still new, and I know what people are going to say. Well, freedom's always been around since uh, since the Greeks and the Romans enslaved a whole bunch of societies and the Germanic tribes fought against the Romans. And da, da, da. Okay, look, but they fought for freedom, but then what happened? They fell to corruption, and the way they operated freedom was not exactly free. They didn't have a, they didn't have a government set up. They didn't have rules set up. They just they end up turning in on each other, and that's what's happening to America. Go no one can have a political point. discord. Did you see what happened when, like, because she mentioned a really good point about the um, anti-Russian propaganda. Did you see what they did with the whole vodka thing? I mean, how ridiculous was that? Yeah, the ba banning Smirnoff and, I mean, come on. Let's... Drink vodka, that's so racist. Well, look what they did with coronavirus. They're like, oh, let's ban, let's ban coronavirus. You, you can't you can cancel a largest piece of country on Earth. It's impossible. You yeah. cannot cancel it. You can cancel the culture you live with, hypothetically speaking. But you cannot cancel a single largest producer of natural resources that uh, heavily depended on. It's just not going to work. I also want to say how um, the basically, um, oh, Putin, right? So when people talk shit about Putin, I'm like, well, my grandmother like lives here in this country and just goes back for medical care because 
fierce. Her pills are so expensive and her surgeries cost an arm and a leg. And so she's had um, a pacemaker put in her heart and she goes back and forth for uh, big procedures and stuff. Even my parents who've lived here their whole lives and worked go back to Kazakhstan to do their procedures for whatever. My mom got a hysterectomy. It was cheaper for them to pay to fly over there, not work for three months, than do it here and pay cash. Isn't it amazing the sacrifices all our families have made to make something of themselves? Because in their own countries, they'd be nothing. They would be enslaved by the same people we're fighting against. And here at home now, yes, this is our home. I was born here. I was raised here. And I'd be, I'd be damned if these liberal SOBs dare take any more freedoms away from any of us. We have to start fighting back and standing up. I even, I've been try, I've been pleading guys with all the Patriot groups to finally step up for a change and take it on to Target, to Home Depot, to Kohl's, all these places where BLM propaganda and LGBT propaganda reigns free. I mean, look, I hate the cancel culture people, but look, we have a right to protest against things that are just satanic. Um. It's so brainwashing. It's like Let's cancel culture. You don't know anything but COVID now. Yeah, but COVID sort of dissipated ever since the Ukrainian so-called invasion started. Yeah, Everybody suddenly forgot what happened to the COVID. Well, COVID it's still there, but you know, now we have this bad, bad, bad man. His name is Vladimir Putin. He's a butcher. He's a killer. He's all sorts of things. But let's concentrate on him and forget about everything else. You know, how convenient is that? Well, that's how BLM riots went. They came and they went. And right. Now, you know, you don't hear anything about them. And, I mean, right. Except, except there were several people that were arrested and they, the news refused to cover that. They had the, the people that bought Correct. the $6 mil, billion dollar home in, uh, in Los Angeles or something. It was outrageously expensive. All that money went into there. And then you had the ones that were in uh, Tennessee and uh, Memphis they got arrested for a voter fraud, of all things, which is the funniest thing because that group claims that there is no fraud. Frank, you're right. Uh, we can blame Putin and we can congratulate yeah, Putin, Putin for single-handedly killing COVID. Thank you. Our kids are affected by every single psychotic event of these psyops and brainwashing. Like, they wrong. are making posters in my son's school and forcing him to sign BLM posters in order to just not be a racist N-word kid. And, like, there was, like, bullying so bad that it was race wars. And I live in a little suburban neighborhood. Nothing really happens here. And so we have a couple, like, you know, race wars starting. Now the Spanish kids are allowed to say the N-word. That's the la latest thing I heard. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Like we should start, start, start saying really uh, save Hispanic lives. Uh, white people are, are, are and even though that's not even true. <laughs> you There's can't, you can't even fabricate numbers of white people hurting Hispanic people. <laughs> you, can't, you can't because they don't exist. Kids aren't learning shit at school. No, they don't Nothing. anymore. Nothing. They are barely getting by, and they're they just they just copy and paste everything, man. That's all they do. I told my kids, I was like, this is not a book for guys. This is garbage. <laughs> Go try again. We and used to, Frankie, we used to carry a book to every class in high school. 
and 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 the books got heavier and bigger and your yeah. back is like that. <laughs> yeah. Now we that you lost weight, I'm like this. In order to do homework, we had to read a chapter, outline certain things, validate them, try to uh, analyze them, and then write a homework. Nowadays, you just go on Google. We were taught to critically think, my friend. Copy and paste, and it's done. The government doesn't want us to do. You know, they want they want to get they want to breach our First Amendment. Oh no, no, old old man, old man Frank is you, Frank that I'm talking to. Is in my uh, is on my screen. So, old Frank, you're still old. You're good. <laughs> and I, I wish I, well, I'm not that old because <laughs> I worked in the field of education. I worked in the field of education. I actually had a. I was basically canned for the mandates. They were what it was was that they said you either got tested about three times a week or you uh, have proof of the jab. And I was not going to do either. So you know what I did? I walked in right into work and I refused. Well, guess what? You're out. That's fine. My students were upset to see me go because I was one of few teachers that truly cared about their well-being, and I was not one of those teachers that was happy to be, you know, I, I was able to become a contracted employee, which also goes against you because you're not part of the NJEA. What really upset me the most about the school system was seeing how indoctrinated they are, and they teach the kids what to think instead of how to think critically. There is no critical thinking at all. And then what you will see um, all the time in schools is uh, they get too involved in social and political stuff. And the teachers themselves don't even know how to put together a darn good lesson plan because as someone who's working on his PhD in clinical psychology with a focus on educational psychology, I looked at lesson plans and all the teacher does um, is they take, just like someone said here, they'll take the stuff, copy and paste it. They read word from word on a PowerPoint provided by the textbook. I've sat there the one time doing an assessment and I shake my head. If it's boring for me, it's boring for the students, not to mention when they're like this the whole time and going, the blah 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 for an entire hour and then they'll bring in like their own like um whatever the blm stuff or whatever social critical issue stuff they want to bring in i've seen that several times we had a teacher at told the kids they can only use cnn they can't use any other news source yeah of course all indoctrination by design you know how many blue uh blue line rallies I went to? Remember the first year, twenty twenty, when all this crap hang in the summertime? That's when I first mm -hmm. met you guys. But yeah. the amount of teachers that I interviewed with all their with all they, they were they were on a point system to see how racist they were before they were allowed <laughs> to teach black and brown students. Oh Lord. They now they go through a training for this. <laughs> and how many videos have I have we all shared about teachers bullying students or reporting them or failing them in their classes for not wearing a mask or getting vaccinated or, or shaming them or, sh or calling them racist because they're white. Well, and, and yet that very teacher on the Friday night goes to a public game without wearing a mask and all the players that playing the game are nowhere near of wearing a mask. That's right. They're contradicting their own, their own propaganda. That's right. I mean, how many of the football players, the, the, the especially the woke ones, they were allowed to play football without masks during during the entire 2020 reign of terror. Mm -hmm. um, and everyone else had to uh, mask up. I mean, this is ridiculous. And it's still going on to this day. There's some there's certain stadiums that won't allow you in unless you've been vaccinated. So what are we going to do as Americans moving forward? Are we going to continue to let this happen? No, absolutely not. Yeah, we're so racist, people have to make it up in America. <laughs> you know, I, I had stated this fact uh, years ago, too. And now it's coming more prevalent by the year 2045. I think now, yeah, it's still the same 
time frame. By the year 2045, America itself will have more mixed ethnicities for children than the entire world. I believe it. Countries. I believe it. Mixed races. So if America is really that racist, then why is that stat actually a fact? Why is it that they even, they even showed a graph what everyone would look like? Brown hair and green eyes. And, and I mean, like, that's a beautiful thing. There's nothing wrong with that if you want that. You don't have to want it, but it's just a fact. Look how many people are allowed to cross over the border down south. And as long as they're a Democrat or they vote Democrat, they get free sanctions. They get absolved of anything, anything to do with being an American. They don't even have to recite the, the Pledge of Allegiance or the Constitution. They're just allowed right in. They get five-star hotel accommodations. And yet, uh, we're, we're racist for thinking that. But guess what? I mean, the, the amount of uh, hard workers, and yes, they came here legally that I've worked with that are, that are of Hispanic descent or black descent, whatever. Um, those are the people, in my opinion, that deserve to stay. Not these people that want to come in here because you were told to come here, told to vote a certain way. They don't know how to think for themselves. I mean, look how many illegal immigrants were wearing Biden shirts just three months ago. Well, for obvious reasons. Yeah. I mean, those. I mean I'm not racist for saying they shouldn't come here, but there's reasons why they're coming here. Not to be Americans. People came here way back in the day, both you, me, and everyone else's ancestors, because they wanted to be an American. They wanted to be free. They wanted to be a place of liberty, not a place of food stamps, not a place of welfare and chaos and destruction and critical race theory and woke propaganda that's going to destroy our American history. I tell people all the time, what is it that you're willing to fight for? Because if you think for a second that that shit's going to fly. You can't sit this one out. You're absolutely correct. You cannot sit this one out. No, sir. Nobody can. Not no, sir. Person like us can can afford to just sit in the because we look we've sat back for a long time already we've been on the sidelines this this is the best that we can do is speak out this way because if we go to, if we go to any place you and i know there's cameras everywhere everyone's going to report us the mainstream media is going to be at our houses calling us racist this and that for just standing up for simple liberties and what's aggravating me to the point where I want to take this constitution and bash it across the liberal's face is our country is dying. Every single day, every single second that people don't read from this book or dedicate uh, just a little bit of time like we're doing today to Confederate history or just learning about their rights and their ability to say no and not wear a mask and not get freaking vaccinated. Look, the New World Order already has its second plan in motion. They went very fast from Agenda 21 to Agenda 2030, which is about this global um, society, the Green New Deal. It's about complete communist globalistic takeover of what you're allowed to buy because you got to be eco-friendly. I mean, do you guys know in New Jersey right now there's a, a plastic ban law that's coming in May? That's right. And, and, and already in quick check, I mean, I can't believe this freaking quick check, the most American gasoline place um, is already taking the straws off their shelves. And if you want to get a straw for your, for your ice, whatever drink that you like, you have to go up to the clerk and ask for one. Whoa. 
So even if no one's at the front and you got to go and you got to check out, you have to wait for someone to give you a straw. That's oh, ridiculous. Shit. And also the, the straws they give you, the eco-friendly ones, they're paper. So when you put them in a smoothie, it starts to decompose and then you're eating paper. It's really disgusting. <laughs> what 7-Eleven did for a couple months, and I don't, need, I don't even know if they're doing it anymore, but they gave you the same ridiculous paper bags that you used to put your lunch in. Mm -hmm. They would stuff the shit out of it with your water bottles and then whatever food you got, and the bag would break the minute they gave it to you. And I'm like, is this your way of being eco-friendly by killing trees? Sounds like a or, contradiction yeah. to me. Or my favorite is the, uh, the, uh, the reusable bags, which cause more destruction long-term and are less biodegradable. And then also, like, what about the people that go to TJ Maxx and they want to get their dishes wrapped? That's going to be such an issue because I worked in TJ Maxx for oh, about plastic. three years. Oh, plastic. Oh, can't use that. We, we, had to, we had to wrap it. We wrap it with paper and people will get nitpicky. It became such a darn issue when you'd be wrapping dishes and then all of a sudden they would complain about it breaking. Well, now what's going to happen is you'll wrap the dishes and then if they have those reusable bags and something happens, they're going to come in there and blame you now. Oh, you're not being eco-friendly enough. Okay, so why don't you go ahead, chop down a tree... And use paper bags. Go ahead. Let's let's see how well you can you can. Fabric. We had a year the one time. I'll never forget this. Where we didn't have uh, plastic bags, and basically uh, when we ran out of plastic bags because we had poor leadership, we had to call the Chinese food store and get the uh, the plastic bags from them. We had to buy them off them. It was the weirdest thing. Uh, what ended up happening was um, it, it, people were not even people that were otherwise eco-friendly. The fact that we wouldn't have a plastic bag for certain items when it was raining out and it was uh, it was pretty bad. Right, it it was was not, bags. It was what about what about do you get in trouble if you bring your own bag or they make you buy what they have in store? I think what it's going to be is that they're going to request that you bring your own, and if you don't have your own, you're either going to have to carry it out in a big sum okay. or get one of theirs. I will say this, though, that a big issue with theft is people bringing in bags. Cause you right, that's, that's, bag. that's where I was getting it. That's where I was getting it. You probably – bright minds think alike because my, my thing was that when I talked to someone who worked in loss prevention, the biggest issue that they automatically looked for was those big reusable bags because you can't see. Someone could easily take a little snack and throw it in there. And then how are you going to tell, like, what's what? That's going to be uh, a lot of issues. There's a lot of issues. This was not well thought about in New Jersey. Or, or I could just... Or people just, injured themselves. From, yeah. metal and control, guys. That's I'll just, I'll just walk. I'll go in and I'll walk behind a person with an open bag and I'll just have a lunch, breakfast, and dinner. And whatever I don't need, I'll just throw it in the bag and I'll walk out. A reusable bag is eco-friendly. We're going to give you five cents off your grocery. So you get in trouble for not being eco-friendly. I'll have a lunch on your behalf. How about start with taking the styrofoam away from the, you know. That's man. actually a good point. Like, how about start somewhere, like, there, not in the grocery store. Start at, like, McDonald's, okay? Mm -hmm. Start in those little shitty fast food. Yeah, like McDonald's is just so eco-friendly to the point where their food isn't real food. Yeah, we don't know. Fabricated, uh, disgusting uh, GMOs from courtesy of Bill Gates' farmlands. Um, false meat, false potatoes. Oh, and, and they came out with this huge uh, report the other day. Our food is real. It's like uh, every time someone tells you something's real in that regard, head in the opposite direction. And I, I agree. I can't tell you how much money all these fast food joints, including the ones that have. The, the audacity to put American flags at their establishments. How many of these woke, disgusting people donated to BLM? 
Wendy's, McDonald's, Ford, uh, Kohl's, for Christ's sake. And they, they sold BLM T-shirts. Target, for Christ's sake. Look how many millions of dollars BLM made in like a month. And yet there's still a lot to sell they have BLM cards at CVS called, it's in the empowered section. And it's really crazy because- <laughs> The empowered stuff, section. Right? They had, they had the same thing in Stop and Shop. I was It's disgusting. crazy because like, you'll notice that it's one narrative. And then if you try to do something different, like for example, I'm Latino. And if I do, oh, let's do a Latino thing, they're going to probably make us think about that. But then they're going to allow the empowered thing because of oppression. And then if you have like any of our veterans flags for Confederate Heritage Month out there, they completely freak out over that over freedom of speech. And it's like, where I come from is like, hey, you know, I think it's ridiculous, but hey, that's their right, because it's freedom of speech. But then they're so quick to suppress everything else, but then promote their own agenda. Yeah, you have, to, you have to buy a BLM card, or you have to buy something made by a black artist. Small businesses, I mean, look look at Indeed. The biggest job recruiting website back in, the, uh, back in 2020, all of a sudden says we are in solidarity with Black Lives Matter. It's like, this is disgusting. You guys are automatically discriminating when you have an anti-discrimination clause against That's hiring right. people of any color or ethnicity, and then you go ahead and turn your crap into an LGBT rainbow, your logo into an LGBT rainbow, and you want to support that. Now you have it half yellow, half blue. Or my favorite is when you talk about like how the whole political thing, what they purposely do is they try to do race politics to virtue signal, and the Republicans are just as guilty as this because we've seen this in New Jersey where they purposely put someone up and they basically sell them based on their race, which is so ridiculous because that's the exact opposite of what it should be. It should be based on your ability. And they don't always pick the ones that have the best ability. They just do it because of, uh, you know, either virtue signaling or affirmative action. Uh, Antoine McClellan, for example, he was someone who was a Republican who voted for the BLM day and he voted for pro CRT stuff. Um, he voted on something that his goal would be to basically purposely do affirmative action in policing so purposely make the police of, of a minority descent because he claims that's uh, oppression there but then my favorite is look at new york city with eric adams people elected him because <laughs> he was right he was black and he was a cop and then he turned out to be even worse than de blasio with enforcing the legal mandates and even arresting children that were nine years old without a mask yeah he's ridiculous with with uh imposing mass mandates back into new york city he's oh, oh. ridiculous with uh taking away certain um um, pension, uh, pension. Um, I forgot which ones they were, but he, he's he's changing the pensions that police officers get in the amount of time. Like, yeah, you're a cop. Doesn't mean you're a good cop. You, you're That's a liberal right. cop. They're, and you'll find. Look how many liberal cops were defending uh, Governor Murphy's driveway when we were all there. Those are those. Yeah, those That's are right. We have exactly that. oath keepers, my friends. They have no uh, reason to protect people, and I tell people that they freak, and I'm like, well, I come from a military and law enforcement family. Cops have every right to lie, which is ridiculous, and it shouldn't be that way. So they do a lot of deception. But what you'll find in New Jersey was that it really depends on the county you're in because some of the local police are on the more conservative side, others are more liberal. What I will say, though, is the state troopers are usually the worst because they tend to be overwhelmingly liberal. A lot of them supported Murphy. A lot of them supported the BLM rioting in the Trenton. Yeah, they were and marching with them and guarding them like the like the mm -hmm. like. Okay, so your police station's right down the street. Tell me something, Mister State Trooper. Are you going to march them all down there and watch as they burn and torch it alive? Because that's what they did in Seattle. That's what they were allowed to do. They were allowed to take over the goddamn police stations and turn it into their new, you know, Chaz Chop Nation, like. 
you just lost. Yeah, I was honestly when that when when Seattle thing was happening and that was bad. I honestly thought there was a moment where I was actually uh, asking myself, are we going to have like spread a fire from state to state, and this is going to turn into almost Yeah, do I need to do I need to think about the state that's going to be least? Uh, or most desirable to move on, like, or do I need to go to a uh, uh, dumb yep. cousin Canada and find a hole there to wait it all out? So there was a moment I was concerned, and I was actually like, "What is this going to be spreading out?" But luckily, it uh, it died down. But amazing you know, how fast that fire, the fire of BLM was all over the place. One city after the next, just boom, boom, boom. They were all. But don't up. forget, they were already talking about uh, the, the the that group from Texas. I forget what the what they're called. They said they wanted Texas, they wanted Florida, and they wanted Seattle, Washington on their uh, on their their. They 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 proclaimed that those are the states that they wanted to start with, and I was like, well, Texas is not going to happen. Florida is not going to happen. Seattle, look, Washington look was not going to happen. In Georgia. Yeah, I said, start with Georgia. Try that. See how that works out for you. I mean, they were marching up and down. We're going we're gonna to take over. We're, yeah, okay, see how fast you get burnt. I mean, th that was the guy who, who, on, who on screen had a AR-15, and he showed how if you just bang the rifle butt against the table, right. it would magically fire. That, that, that's completely false. Going back to old man Frank, does everybody eat meat? Uh, I, know, I know for sure that LGBT community not only eats meat 24-7, they also receive meat in certain places. <laughs> well, they claim to be all vegan-esque. But we My know better. Was during the rioting, if you looked at where it occurred, it was usually in liberal cities, which tended to allow them to do whatever. For example, Richmond, Virginia, all of Monument Avenue, which, by the way, this entire avenue was beautiful. Some of the best monuments completely destroyed. And what ended up happening was, um, you know, that would gross in almost billions of dollars of uh, people traveling to go see it from all around the world. Richmond now is worse than a third world country. You have to step over needles. It's like California. Crime is up like 500%, some ridiculous number. The police is more than half of them resigned. If you go to Seattle, Washington, we had a beautiful monument in the cemetery in Washington. People took sledgehammers to it, destroyed oh my it. my God. A veteran's monument. Another one. Completely destroyed in Seattle, Washington. Sledgehammered. We had um, in California and... Uh, we had a, my favorite was Hollywood, right in Hollywood, California. We had a, a Confederate monument and it was, um, all the veterans that moved to California, they were buried in a special plot that they paid for. And that was made possible by the women's group. What happened was, um, the, uh, groups like BLM and Antifa, they, they told the cemetery, remove the monument or we're going to remove it for you. They removed it from the cemetery that was in the cemetery. So when people turn around and say, put your monuments in cemeteries. They're not safe. We had to do private men that guarded monuments 24 seven to prevent them from being attacked or destroyed. We had to do that all around. For the most part, it was successful. The problem was that places up north where you had um, northern sites and graves, where you had less southerners that were there to protect their heritage, those got vandalized. You also saw that people were coming after American Revolution graves. We had several sites in New Jersey that were completely vandalized. Spray painted, paint was thrown on them because they're now coming after founding fathers. What they're not talking about with the whole cancel culture movement is they make it seem like it's just Confederate, and it's not. It's anything that's American. It's American Revolution. It's War of 1812. Right. They attacked a, a Vietnam Veterans Memorial. 
So what they did do uh, was they actually um, vandalized uh, several monuments out in uh, Seattle of George Washington, and they also are changing school names. So they're changing names of, they don't like George Washington. They're getting rid of names like Woodrow Wilson. I know that in New Jersey, they stripped the name of Woodrow Wilson from the school and they switched it uh, to Obama, the Obama school. Wow. Hey, this is what I'm saying. The cancel culture has gotten us to the point where you must support Ukraine. You must support Ukraine. It's always that same, they live, we sleep issue where obey, obey, obey. Otherwise, you're not part of the matrix and we're going to eject you from the earth. Like, no. Uh, it's about time that these cultural Marxists, like old man Frank just said, um, have to be addressed in a different manner because they're allowed to sit on these school boards. They're allowed to sit in our government. They're allowed to control everything. Yeah, see, I mean, old man Frank, are you sure you're not part of the CIA? <laughs> well, we need Frankie. What we're going to do is remember we're working, we're still working on doing, because it should have been Flag Day, but the whole convoy, the fake convoy, I should call it the car show with a few trucks, um, prevented us from doing our annual Flag Day, so we adjourned it. It's going to be delayed. We're trying to find a location, and then from there, we're going to be going to the monument on Hastings on Hudson. That will be a Relentless Patriot event, and the New Jersey Flaggers are a co-event. That, that would be an absolute pressure, uh, pleasure to rock the CSV flag, to rock the Relentless Patriot flag. And guys, if you need Patriot flags, if you need the RP or that, please visit our website, RelentlessPatriots.com. I don't give a damn. Um, if you guys even need a custom flag for yourselves, I will make it for you. I do not yeah, care I want what it takes. Bad Mom podcast on a flag. Let's go. Bad Mom podcast. The Bad Mom podcast. And the other side to say, save our children. Save our children. Save Russia. <laughs> save well, no, no. Let's save. Let's save uh, Vladimir Zelensky and he's uh, and he's last uh, few weeks on on Earth. Can we take his farter property? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, guys. If you near Florida, 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 yeah, make sure you visit because I don't know how Trump feels about that, or Trump even knows about that. By the way, Frank, supporters. if you're FBI, then I'm that. a Vladimir Putin's agent with that mustache. You can fool anybody. I'm KGB, bro. Yeah, you KGB. You, uh, <laughs> I could tell you got the uh, that 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 look. You got the candle next to the face of KGB. <laughs> I'm going to exterminate you. I love I'm mechanized cavalry. <laughs> before we go, guys, I wanted to do a, a dedication memorandum like we did on Memorial Day with a very, great, a very good song about what we're fighting for. And it's called The Strong. You're going to sing? Oh, would you like me to? I, I am not. I'm not that much of a singer. Well, she's in bed. She wants to be talked in and sing a little bit. You know. <laughs> you want a bedtime story? Yeah, yeah. So she could she could just close her eyes and fall asleep. Sure couch. This song was played actually. What played and made by an Italian uh, music artist who made who helped make spaghetti westerns like The Good, Bad, and the Ugly. Like if you take uh, Fistful of Dollars, you know, all the classic Westerns with Clint Eastwood in it. And The Good, Bad, and the Ugly oh, has a lot movie. of what the Confederates were about. And as you know, Clint Eastwood was also part of the CSV. Sons of Confederate Veterans, SCV. Oh, SCV, oh my goodness, that's how late it is. But I'm just going to play it real quick. And um, you guys are welcome to uh, 
Please think see. about it as we play it here. Now, it didn't sound like an American thought. Does this, does this uh, go back to, like, from last century, almost sounded like, or am I wrong? This was made back in the late 60s. Okay. It, it has a feel, though. Fueled a lot of the music they had at the time, because a lot yeah. of the music, uh, both Confederate and Union, had that patriotic vibe. And it, it really made you feel, like, relaxed, but also energized at the same time. Um like God Save the South is another one that was very similar to that. You know, the, it's, yeah, it it sounded it felt like it felt like a morning of before the battle. You know what I mean? Like that's where we're like I don't know in in our uh, case that she's laying down, so it's probably more of a sleep sort of sound. <laughs> to me, it's like getting up in the morning in the army and like okay, sound goes off. Get ready. That song has been so famous across different. Um, parts in the military they actually use it at funerals to bury soldiers oh yeah. wow funerals That's okay to honor to honor soldiers like 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 um confederate veterans and 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 northern veterans uh, unions and um it was amazing how many people we lost Six hundred thousand plus americans slaughtered each other that's that's the amount that american lost in world war ii over six hundred thousand that's right. We lost, and my favorite is what really hurts still is that you're still finding veterans that are buried in mass graves like New Jersey. We have a Confederate monument, and inside of it is uh, we don't know where they are because the VA has prevented us from finding them. 
they're buried in a mass grave. And um, it was all the Confederate prisoners of war that died at Fort Delaware. Most of the prisons that they had up north, they keep on the hush-hush and nothing remains there. If you're lucky, maybe you have a marker. Um, what makes that cemetery interesting is that there was a period of time called reconciliation. And this was after the, uh, the failed reconstruction, which is all martial law. And reconciliation was when both sides truly worked together to honor uh, both sides. And they, some of them paid for our monuments, like the government at that time paid for our one monument that I wish we had possession of, uh, Point Lookout, Maryland. That was another one. A lot of it's underwater, and the veterans were constantly reburied several times. These were made for men that would never come home. If you all look at my friend Brandon, um, he's Dixie Defender on here. I found his ancestor and I was able to find a letter, which is like hard to come by. He wrote this letter while prisoner of war and it was heartbreaking. You could really feel what he was going through. And um, the other prisons, uh, Island of the Dead in New York, Hard Island. It's an island where they uh, Confederate prisoners died there. They refused to bury them there, so they buried them inland. The same thing with Liberty Island, which was originally Fort Wood. That was... Um, a confederate prison then they then changed it to the statue of liberty to kind of you know make people forget about it we carry on their memory and i had a wonderful chaplain uh who taught me something that we die twice once when we physically die and two when we're forgotten about and we have these Amen. monuments we have these days to honor the service and in this book right here there's a wonderful uh, excerpt it's the confederate house cookbook which was once a wonderful restaurant in Texas. Nice. They made a cookbook with all of the recipes and they are really good recipes. They include excerpts from a Southern woman's diary, which would give you um, an idea of what it was like. And this right here is what stands out to me. And I figured it'd be a really good um, thing to read as we wrap up. And she writes, my lasting memory of Columbia, South Carolina, as a young girl is the red glare of the burning city. Federal soldiers carried pots and vessels containing combustible liquids composed of turpentine, phosphorus, and similar agents, and with balls of cotton dipped into the liquid spread on floors and walls, spreading the flames from house to house. Each had his box of Lucifer matches. They staggered shouting, cursing, and singing. Midnight turned into noon with a bright copper-colored sky. Next day we learned that 1,368 homes and stores had burned, but Sherman pushed towards Washington for a celebration of victory. Maddie's diary. Wow. Unbelievable. That no is wonder, the history books. No wonder VA has a, such a terrible reputation. You just opened up my eyes and further on how... I mean, I knew VA was bad, but my goodness. I just... Like, even, yeah, they prevent it. And it. What breaks my heart the most is that you don't honor a Confederate veteran with a U.S. flag. I said as a former vet, I knew the VA was bad, but just up until a second ago, I didn't know how deeply embedded they're uh, with their, with their um, hiding, hiding a lot of this stuff. Uh, it's, it's, just, it's just inconceivable. Yes, they, they, they've helped hide tons of Confederate grave sites monuments they've even helped defund certain ones so it's like mm -hmm. and they want to hide up that history and why do you think most uh, military uniforms the dress ones anyway are blue mm -hmm. there was a video i had shared yesterday as a matter of fact that showed what would happen at the confederate side one and it showed like Vinny had said like several other historians had said that slavery would have still ended our uniforms would have been gray. That's right. Um, 
and we would have had more agriculture. We would have had more freedom. My America today would still be more of a conservative nation with better values and traditions. The the government wouldn't be as corrupt. Like imagine if tables have turned. I mean, maybe you, me, and other people wouldn't have existed. But guess what? The country itself would have been in a better state. It currently isn't. So it's it's amazing that we're here celebrating Confederate history and learning from it. Hey guys, that's me. You take the. Oh, what is that uniform? Yeah, it's green though. I was just checking what color it was. It was green. Well, in certain military, um, like you take the United States Army, um, they, they they have dress blues because the original Army of the Union was they had blues. The blues, yeah, and then they changed that. Yep. Right, and that yeah, right. and then you have green for Marines. Uh, Navy still has blue unless they change it. Um, they they had like blue jackets with the rings around them for Admiral and um, the different commander ranks. But um, yeah, I mean most most military in Air Force is still blue. Mm-hmm. So, because they remember they were part of the army back in World War Two. They were made as the United States Air Corps, which my grandfather served uh, during World War Two. Um, he went down to Hawaii to help to defend Pearl Harbor. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a sergeant, and he was also training to be a bomber. And thank goodness he never got deployed to go to Japan. So um, that's why, otherwise I wouldn't have existed <laughs> if he didn't come back. But, you know, I remember my grandfather too, like, great person, awesome. He taught me how to do a lot of things to think for myself. He even taught me as a young kid how to raise the American flag, how to fold it when you take it back down. We did that. Not everybody could do that. Yeah, not everybody could work. do that. I grew up in a conservative household, for Christ's sake. I was taught how to do... Uh, spackle and painting at eight years old with my father. I had to do a hammer and nail and saw things. And, and um, uh, my, my, my household was very politically yeah. correct, you know? Ugh. Well, the yeah. thing is, we, we were big about Fourth of July. Big. Because my grandfather knew during the time and, and evil reign of the Sicilians during World War One, our family fled and we we knew that they were slowly turning into a communistic regime thanks to Mussolini later on. Yeah, remember, Frankie, when I told you, and I don't mean to keep on uh, going, but no. remember when we discussed Madeleine Albright passing? And I didn't even know. I had to find out. I did a little bit of research on her. Oh, sure. She, did her of- parents and herself as a child were rescued. There was a mission, expedition mission, uh, that was assigned specifically to her and her family from Serbia. And when Madeleine Albright became a renowned figure in American history, she was the very woman that gave the green line to bomb the Serbia, carpet bombing. Ridiculous, her own country. Yeah. And people that praise her all over the internet when she passed away, I'm like, you you guys are just... Well, Unbelievable. They praised uh, uh, what, what's her face when when she passed away. The um, the evil uh, judge who was about you know um, you know uh, feminism and being and calling people racist and the abortions and uh, I forgot her name. Uh, Ruth Ginsburg. Yeah, there you go. She was also yeah. We, we used to call we used to call her Bad Girl Ginsburg because she was also anti Second Amendment. She, it, it, matter of fact, if it wasn't for the other. Uh, conservative and Republicans, we would have lost our Second Amendment completely because of her. 
we were one vote away from having that amendment completely removed from our constitution. The banning of all firearms would have been because of her. It was a five to four vote. Wow. So she, she, oh yeah. And, um, she also was about um, everyone, and, and all feminists were like, "Oh, she was about women's rights." What do you mean? Women's rights, women's rights, my ass. How is death part of your right to life? How is uh, not being able to protect yourself any type of right whatsoever? Mm-hmm. How how is supporting women against hating men any type of happiness? Well, feminism is not feminism anymore. Well, isn't isn't the bottom line? Isn't the bottom line like? I mean, like I said, I, I certainly not the expert on the matter, but the question that I ask myself: man is a man, woman is a woman. Not everything woman can do is a man. She can certainly try. You know, she can't grow a penis. <laughs> you know, she's got a vagina and she's got to reproduce. They got that's the extent of, that's the like yes you could be you could fly to space yes you can govern the state but you have to understand you were Women born as that. a woman at least have a decency to yourself to acknowledge that you're a woman you know right, and if women good. cannot understand that she's stronger uh yes we're physically stronger but woman gives birth so in my mind when i look at the woman who the fuck are we man without woman Woman gives birth, birth, woman carries the birth for nine months, so she has the power. She has the power, not us, man. We, yes, we sort of like tend to, but this whole feminist issue, you know, like just just get over it, you know, get over it. The symbiotic balance look, there's nothing wrong with voting, there's nothing wrong with driving a car, there's nothing wrong with funded and hijacked, just like, yeah, well, the even even feminism back then. I understand why women were feeling a certain way because of everything that had happened. They were, remember, they weren't allowed to vote. They weren't even considered citizens. They were actually considered a step ahead of slaves. Look, I understand all those basics. But feminism itself, back then, was designed by the CIA to encourage women to do all these things. And again, another CIA operation. The same CIA operation which was responsible for JFK. The same CIA operation which was responsible for 9-11. The same CIA operation which is currently and was currently uh, back in the 90s responsible for helping Ukraine secede from Russia. We're talking about PSYOPs to the point, and even there was another article about how the CIA helped fudge all the votes for Biden. Yeah, you mentioned we called that what, Deep State, Frankie? Oh, besides deep state, it goes beyond deep state. Deep state. Well, is, yeah, just just to we're, yeah. We're talking about the cabal. We're yeah. talking about paid off shills, lobbyists. We're talking about big business owners and corporations. We're talking about paid off politicians. The CIA is owned, also in part by United uh, by by England. So, well, when yeah. I tell people the United States is not exactly a free entity yet, I wasn't mm-hmm. lying. No, I no, I believe it. I believe it. And I, I feel bad for all the women who are brainwashed. Not 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 back then, because I understand where they were coming from, but how it was created, who made it. If you go all the way back even to the LGBT flag, they hijacked the rainbow when the rainbow was supposed to be a symbol of peace between God and man. This was after the forty days and forty nights of flooding. 
where God made a promise not to destroy the earth anymore if if he basically forgave man for sin. And so they hijacked the rainbow as a big giant FU. Remember what the promise was, God? You wouldn't kill us no matter how much we fornicate, no matter how much satanic witchcraft we do. You wouldn't wipe the earth. Again, you wouldn't kill us all. I mean, it, it, it's all... It's all devilry. It's all it's all to the point where sexes hate each other. But Frank, it's so easy to hide something behind something so colorful and be an introvert. Yeah. At yeah. the same time, you know. And look, I'm not giving men a pass either. We've done some terrible things to women, but it doesn't mean a a good woman should treat a good man like garbage. Look how much of that is going on in comparison. Look how many women don't even want to work anymore. It's like, no, you wanted to work. Go ahead and work. But because of that, the family suffers too. You know what I mean? Like uh, you, you take the, the nuclear family, you know, two kids and a house, whatever you want, however you want to put it. But if you take a traditional family, it just doesn't exist anymore. The divorce rate is through the roof. It's at 60%. Look how many children grow up without a father. Or, or how they're adopted, whatever. The family life has been destroyed. American values has been destroyed. And it's because of these assholes, these wokesters, the, these deep staters, these Kabbalists, that this is going on even worse now. You know, so that's why we have to continue to promote Americanism as much as we can and pay tribute to everyone that tried to, you know, protect freedom, at least what they thought it was what they thought it was yeah um i was gonna say since you mentioned like your um i guess idea of what happened in kazakhstan i'm not sure if you did research or if that's just your opinion i have grandparents that live there so. is your microphone blocked by some reason oh sorry i was laying down <laughs> like, can you hear me yeah i said um i appreciate your opinion on what happened in Kazakhstan because there's grandparents that live there. Oh, if you like, if you like, I will, uh, just like I did my due diligence with Frank, I uh, I will send you all the, um, uh, what do you call, this, not the streams of Frank, what would you call it? Me, my exchange, let's put it that way, my exchange and uh, uh, and I'll show you the sources and you, and, and, and you could, you uh, uh, and you could go every day on your own and check it out. So I can certainly oblige you with the source. It's it's not a problem at all. I think it's a shame that. Um, well, look. I mean, look how many how many countries the United States has helped out, and the countries have turned their back and never supported us, never really paid us back for all the debts we right. we yeah. incurred them. It's the same type of deal with Putin. I mean, I don't think Kazakhstan was the only nation that Putin helped out. Um, right so because like a lot of people they're they're so <clears throat> inclined right now they're because it took it took one guy just to say it out loud he's going back to the stalin age he's bringing back the uh, old uh he's raising the old I'm like prove it i'm like jesus christ i'm like do you know that there are more face facebook users in russia than there is in america do you know that there are more tiktok users in russia than there is in america do you know there are more twitter users I think, the I think ratio, the ratio of Russians being Americanized, is through the fucking roof. It's through yes. the fucking roof. The culture, American culture, 
is almost 60% embedded in Russia. So it, like, they just love it so much. I mean, look at VK. They made VK, which is Russian Facebook. Right. So, so don't talk to me. Don't talk to me ours. about American culture is not being. No, Russia is not isolated. Russia is very much all up and down American culture. And it has been ever since the curtain came down. Now, um, where's your family from? Are they from over there too? Or Yeah, they're, they're, uh, I, I came from Russia originally in 98. Jesus Christ. Yeah, so I actually... Where you are, and you served their damn nation now. What do you think? Yeah, yeah I, came, I came in the very rough patch of the era. It, like, I got out, I got out. If I wouldn't have got out, I would have ended up going to Chechen War, which was going on back then. Or I would have ended up somewhere in the street uh, overdose. Like a lot of my peers that I uh, grew up with, they're either dead or gone. So uh, we're in jail, excuse me. Wow. You know, there's, there's, there's stories to tell, and that's why on this show. Yeah, so, so that's why it, um, it's, it's, it's something uh, that stayed with me. And, uh, you know, uh, ever since that situation occurred, I'm, I'm just very curious to see where this is all going to lead to. Well, hopefully it won't lead to more... Uh, more of our tax money going to fund. Right, right. So, <clears throat> but right. I doubt it because that's going to eventually initiate NATO. We already have U.S. troops training in Poland, um, and you already have actual United States American quote unquote Nazis hanging out with the Azov Battalion. Right. So that's that's uh, like I Not said, I, I already there, you know, um, why people can't see that either. is far beyond me. Yeah. But they, they yeah. just want to support Ukraine. And it's OK if the gas prices go through the roof, guys. Yeah, we'll just blame Putin. You know, Joe Biden, don't worry about it. We know who to blame. Don't worry about it. You know, it's not your fault. No, no, it, it, it's completely uh, the American public's ignorance that is going to currently drive us into oblivion. And I, I, at this point, I believe it because you have people, even the factions within factions, the, the awake people versus the even more awake people. Because you have some people that are awake that are supporting the Ukraine to the point where they can't even question it. And it's right. like, let me get this straight. You, you, you supported all the evidence against Fauci, against Hillary Clinton, you know about all the laptops, you know about all the mask mandates. You didn't even get the vaccine. But yet Ukraine is something that you should trust. <laughs> you know what I'm it saying? Just, it, it, it puts my mind it is, I suppose, that uh, I do know that America has gold reserve, oil reserve, and whatever, whatever else on the side. Yes, we have plenty of it. Which is but, uh, you know, like I said, like if joe doesn't slow down you know he's gonna release it all you know into the into the market and that this is what concerns me the most like the civil unrest this is my yeah. number one this is my number one concern like what's gonna happen are we gonna have a breakout that is gonna be like i need to find a state that i could stand behind not united states but the state yeah, no, this is what I'm seriously thinking about every day. It's I'm coming. Like, That's why a lot of people are leaving the North, the tyrannical North, which is supposed to be so well sufficient and so well. Meanwhile, we're still getting crops from the South. We're still getting livestock. 
We're still, we're still, you know, getting all these tropical. Uh, still exploiting Dixieland, <laughs> right? We're exploiting, we're draining Dixieland once more, and then trust me, the southern states will be next towards tyranny. You know, because yeah, now look, what, if you got this it, is what terrifies me the most. Yeah, rhinos. Yes, state nullification. Correct. Nullification gives you the rights and means to take over a state and turn it into New York, or turn it into California. And all your state's rights are gone because you got right. And then, and then you know, you know for sure we're gonna have uh, we're gonna have state to state conflict based <clears throat> based. Uh, I mean, you 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 put a finger, you point a finger, and it's it, it all matters. If it's state related, it matters. <clears throat> so you know, I don't know. This is why I'm glad we read from the articles of Confederation earlier. You can see how far back our forefathers were thinking about. Um, what it meant to be free, what our rights actually were supposed to be about, not, not okay, well, you have to agree with California and New York about masks and vaccines in Ukraine. Do you remember, do you remember Rob Hamill? Yeah, I do. Uh, yeah, he lives in California, man. He's been living in California. What is he even up to? Is he, uh, is he I think he awake? works, I believe he works for Google company or Apple uh he's an engineer of some sort but uh i i never kept in touch with him but i know joe uh joe um there's another graduate from high school that lives in cali and uh my brother lives there in san diego that's, that's yeah but I, I i i try not to venture there too much because i know california state of mind is a, is a is a separate matter mm -hmm. they're uh, out there in the uh, yeah yeah of they're a mess. Yeah, so you know, you sort of like get in and get out, you know, and the faster you get in, the faster you get out. And everything's so, really expensive. I mean, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I'll tell expensive. you, too. It was what was it? Two weeks ago, I ventured out to Cali just to visit a friend of mine that I was stationed with at Fort Bragg, North Carolina, years and years ago. I haven't seen him nice over ten years. So just to go visit. Uh, and it was his wife's birthday. I bought a bouquet of flowers, a bottle of wine, filled my tank up three times uh, at almost six dollars a gallon. It cost me almost uh, four uh, hundred dollars just to visit, just to get in the sink and get out of the sink. Yeah, right. I didn't do nothing yeah. else, man. I just drove there. I had a dinner, and I came right back. Hey, I think that's amazing that you even did that for people uh, that we've known for a long time. And um, I'm looking forward to having you here, bro. And maybe you can come at a time where Vinny and I can host that. Uh, see, uh, that's, that's <laughs> but I'm, but I'm, but I'm planning, but I'm planning to, once I'm down here, I'm planning to venture back to the East, man. Uh, West is not something I'm, uh, my, my body just rejects it. The West coast. Yeah. Oh, you're in California. No, Nevada. Nevada. Oh, yeah, it's a tough one. Yeah, Nevada is weird because you're not you're not as crazy as California, but you're not like as nice as Texas. You're kind of like in purgatory. It's kind it, of like it, how it, it, it's like uh, it's like I I just don't get the state. I just don't get the state. Period. It's a weird. It, it just exists to exist. Yeah, that's well, it. That's pretty much what I say. Yeah. A lot of our Confederate veterans uh, after the war, um, they some of them went. Quite a few of them went north. Some of them went over to Europe. Others fled to Brazil, and then some went out west. They tended to skip Nevada, 
Some of them went to New Mexico. Quite a few went to Arizona because that was part of their territory. Yeah. And then a whole bunch of them went to California, Washington, and um, Oregon. They'll, they did not settle Nevada for good reason. <laughs> yeah, people people look at me when I ask them. I ask them like I ask them every day, like not not to make it my business. I said, what what drives you to stay here? Like what? Why do you live here? There's nothing going on here. Absolutely, there's just Las Vegas trip. And then there's uh, shithole communities around it. That's it. And scorpions, a lot of scorpions. And scorpions and, 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 and uh, homeless <laughs> people. I, I just, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. Like, as soon as I'm done here, I'm done. I'm, I don't think I'll ever be coming back to the state, period. Yeah, that, well, that's why Arizona, well, it used to be more of a red state, but now I hear it's being taken over by blue ballers. And, uh... They're standing the ground, though, decently well. They are. They are you know what happened? Ready for this? Because uh, you'll have a lot of good genealogy groups in uh, in Arizona. They have the Daughters of the South, Daughters of Confederacy. They have uh, Daughters of Union Veterans, and they all work together really well. But what happened was uh, during um, uh, Pearl Harbor Day, they had all the different groups that were honoring veterans. Like we have the Sons of Confederate Veterans that honor the – because we honor all veterans, past and present. We were each donating wreaths at the ceremony. And they had a news report that complained about that because they had four Confederate groups that were there. Pro oh, Corey guys. says it's over $7 now. Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah of course. That's well, for California, there's no surprise there. Oh, oh, by the way, there's a gas station in Jersey where the gas is almost $8. Oh, God. How's that possible? Near me is underneath 4 bucks is like three ninety nine. I'm, I'm like, that, that's a surprise. <laughs> yeah, Arizona is coming back with a switch of vengeance. Thank goodness. The cheapest I've seen was four eighty nine. Oh my god! Well, well, we the, they did say by the end of the summer or close to it, um, right? It's supposed to be around eight bucks a gallon throughout the whole entire country. That's what I'm saying. If if it comes to that, I'm 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 afraid that there's one one state is gonna pop, man. One well, that's state all is... it takes to spark revolution. It takes one one ridiculous thing to happen. Yeah, someone might get shot. You know, or someone might rob a store, then mm -hmm. then it's going to be about racism again, and then it's going to be like, okay, now we've got revolution there, and then it, it just it's a catastrophic lit match. And I've said this before: be careful when Joe Biden warns you of what he's going to do. Right by mm -hmm. by international world law, these new world orderists have to tell you what they're going to do before they do it. So when he says food shortages, well, Dojo, you're creating them, or your your entities are creating them for you, and you have to say it. When Joe Biden says it's going to be a dark winter, and millions of people have died from the vaccinations, well, he had to tell you, right? That way it wouldn't be so bad. It's like, you know, you can't keep dirty secrets for too long. And um, the next thing will be about racism. Again, a big giant cycle. Then they're going to go to globalism and the Green New Deal. We're going to be eco-friendly. And then this is how you show your solidarity for Black Lives Matter. So it's just one giant. Yeah. Tell you. Well, yeah. look, the southern border is already open as far as I'm concerned. <sighs> ICE has prevented it from, being, from doing their job. Um, a lot of them have been fired or let go. A lot of them actually walked off the force. And they stopped the border wall. So they're just basically allowed to come in. Food stamps incentives, uh, you know, Section 8 housing. I mean, look what they did to 
uh, my town and a couple towns away from here. Oh, yeah. I've All seen of that. a sudden, magically, what do we have? Section 8 housing, affordable housing, quote unquote, being made for everybody, uh, especially if you make under $50,000. Um, that That's considered poor now. So I guess all of us are poor now, Benny. So um, let's go get some free Section 8 housing or not. And um, yeah, that's what's going on. And then those people are going to be Democrats. Oh, thank goodness for the Democrats. They care so much about us. And, and look, look how much they're giving us and, and, and voting and, and automatic citizenship. And it's all coming. The globalists have this plan, like we said, to wipe out independent thought processes and processes like us. And instill these what I like to call carbon-based Autobots that have got the shot because the illegal immigrants all get the shots when they come in. Um, so they're already brainwashing, MK-altering all of them. And a lot of them are just going to end up dying later on from it. So what did it really accomplish? Or are they just going to have deformities they're going to have to live with for the rest of their lives? Deformities, mental deficiencies, autism's on the rise. You name it. Why? I mean, ADHD or, or or the zero idea to keep to keep any type of a thought and, and, and actually learn how to stick up for yourself and be more complacent in society. You're afraid to do anything because you're in a foreign country still, like, yeah. You should see what people do. There's yeah, talk, 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 about, talk about being vaccinated and uh, people cave themselves in for 12 months because the doctor said so before you come in for the second wave. I mean, Jesus Christ, if, you, if, if a person of over 60, like, you're not that, you're not Joe Biden, you're not out there, out no. there. You could still comprehend the basic thought process if I live among homeless people here in Nevada and I haven't seen any homeless people bleeding out of their ears, out of their eyes, out of their noses, they're eating shit food off the ground, and guess what? The person that I saw a year ago, he's still alive and, and vibing like he That's did right. a year ago. So who are you to tell me if you're not vaccinated and you can't come into my establishment? Go talk to that homeless guy. That beating eating on the back of your on the back of your business for an entire year, and he's doing just fine. That's right. Yeah, everything's fine with the homeless community. None of them died from COVID, as far as we know, and all of them had COVID and survived. It's because it's called an immune system. You. That's right. That's right. And your body's supposed to, your your body on a constant basis fights off. I don't know millions. And of the younger you are, the better off you are. You pass it through. You live. You, you just mm -hmm. just. It comes up every now and then, murder. but it's nothing terrible. This is mass murder and the zero accountability. Where's the Durham report? Where's all the exposure of, of, of what Pelosi allowed? I mean, she's like, let's keep San Francisco open. And then look how many people got sick and died there. What, what, what about Cuomo? You guys ever heard about what happened to uh, the fact that he helped, uh, you know, allow healthy senior citizens into unhealthy senior citizen homes and 10,000 plus died. And same thing with Governor Murphy. Where's the accountability? Where's them being hung for treason or, or taken out back and be like, hey, listen, you're out of here, pal. Like, you're. But would have been, done. I think it would have been, I think it would have been significant and maybe even like in some say, uh, way, shape, or form for very, uh, for very, for the states and for, for the diehard leaders that are convincing everybody vaccinated. Start with yourself. 
come out publicly and put a fucking needle in your arm and show us that you're vaccinated. That's right. Don't don't just pretend because look, right. look at any fake as much as you don't want to do it, as much as your your kids are not going to be vaccinated, but you're proposing the law and you're in charge of the state, motherfucker. Come out and show me you've been vaccinated, revaccinated, and you show me on paper and show me the video. And if you do that, then I'll decide for myself. Mm-hmm. Don't just show me a band aid and a thumb right smile and here's the thing what i this is what i don't like about trump later towards the end of his presidency he was pushing the living bejesus out of that yeah he was like i hope you guys all get the magical vaccine i got it i feel fine and then he came on fox news i don't know a handful of times and said the same thing he was on uh abc radio and this was just two months ago propagating it so it's like he had investments in pfizer Fauci had investments in Pfizer. Everyone had investments. The corporations got away with billions of dollars of murder, blood money, actual blood money. And here we are still trying to defend it. Well, you know what they say. If you ever held a dollar bill on your hands, your hands are full of blood. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Most likely foreign blood, too, because correct. that's where our money is actually printed and made. And they because want- dollar bills exchange hands all over the globe. The number one currency that's it cannot be outmatched that's right and and yet um, america's supposed to be this land of uh, of greatness but yet the government decides for itself what it considers great or not i think that's very insulting to we the people look how many people were silenced or went missing for speaking out against this stuff that's right i mean look how many nurses went missing uh because they had a laptop with exposure of evidence. CAA came in, raided their apartments. They were missing themselves. Black bag, they call it. And um, everyone else has been afraid to speak out ever since. That's it. You scare a couple of people, the rest will just be quiet. And I, and I find that funny that during January 6th, everyone was just ready. And then what happened? They're still holding prisoners from that day, from last year. When are they going to close Guantanamo Bay? Uh, they closed Guantanamo Bay, opened Guantanamo Bay. They, they, they yeah. use that as a as an autonomous zone to harbor in additional... Not, not the, just the little, the little experiment club they got going yes, on there. It, it, is, it, is a, it is another Auschwitz for That's Nazi it. empirical eugenicists. It is an we, experiment. We, we sort of, we sort of, kind of forgot it. We sort of, but we we got a new evil on the horizon. It's Russia. But let's not talk about Guantanamo Bay atrocities. That's no, we're, we're not going to talk about rights and crimes against humanity. We're yeah, about all those things. So because that's a different kind of evil. That's the necessary evil. That's a that's good kind of evil. Same evil that created Corona. <laughs> that's right. But who are you to talk about it? Because you're not concentrated on. Vladimir Zelensky winning his fight so he can retire somewhere in Florida. That's right. Yeah, well, you, you're not. You're supposed to be talking about the Ukraine. Why? Why are you talking about Fauci and Obama and Gates all posing yeah. together in a Wuhan lab? And who knows if that would have been in Wuhan anyway? They could have been in uh, Ukraine for all we know. Look how look how many psyops and sets Joe Biden has. Look how many times he's messed up on the microphone, or look how many times he's actually ran into an artificial one. Hint, hint, wink, wink. Look how many times um, 
he was on in an artificial background or how his face changed i mean let's let's i mean how long do you think he's going to be publicly entertaining us i think like it's it can't be that long because he's getting to that point where if i mean his wife is already probably tired correcting him when Biden called his wife uh, what was it Mr President and was like no 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 I'm I'm your wife Biden I'm your wife you know? <laughs> he was saying that Kamala Harris was the president uh, I mean <laughs> you know there at some point even she has to tell him hey listen you better sit this one out let uh Pence or whoever's in charge because well, listen, he, he it, it's it's president to begin with I mean he was just pushed to be this political globalist puppet we all know this. Obama had got more attention at that press conference the other day than anybody else. Clearly, he's also st uh, said that President Obama's cabinet is proud of all of you for voting for him. I mean, he's late. The secrets are right there. Remember? Yeah, it, it looked. It looked like. It looked like. It looked like when he was next to Obama, he looked like he was a still. Uh, yeah. A vice president next to Obama versus uh, versus. It just looked, Obama looked at him like, yeah, you're still VP, man. Good, good, keep going. He's, he's just a peon, and we all know this. When Michelle Obama runs in 2024, you're going to see even a bigger divide between man and woman, black and white, and then you're really going to see maybe something else happen. I think by the year, I'm giving us till that point. And if our country cannot resolve its differences, we truly are going to be at war even more so than we already are because that's what they are going to do. They want to bring about this globalistic society. Now the point system that China has the credit system. They're, I mean, look what I, what I don't agree with. If you look at the website, mylife.com, you can look up anybody and obviously including yourself where it gives you a credit score system, how well of a citizen you are, whether you have misdemeanors in court cases, your all your information is freaking exposed for any atrocity, any crime, any offense that you've ever done to anybody. I ran I ran a squirrel, a squirrel over once. I don't know if that's going to be against me. I mean, yeah, the, the credit score system is just another way of them to control us. And to rate us, how good of a human you are. I don't know if the if the inflation goes above ten percent. I mean, holy crap! The inflation is already at seven and a half, almost eight percent as is. Yeah. So I I, I just I, I don't like I said. There's so many there's so many factors that forcing this to for me to think at least you know what I'm coming from. You know, like it's 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 almost inevitable. Yeah, no, there is a direct problem with our society they're using the gizmo and gadget way too much they're not thinking for themselves everything like you said is cliff notes based um they they are not fed the correct information and they don't want to look it up themselves we we have a society that's more complacent more than ever and that wants socialism uh but even several of my family members as much as they support the cause that you and i and Vinny and everyone else is about they're like, well, there's nothing you can do about it. Uh, you should keep keep your head down and focus on yourself. Right. Keep your head down. How long have we kept our heads down for, my friends? 
where where we just let things pass on by. We let more of our rights get get blundered. I, I forget. I forget who posted on Facebook. Was it last year or a year before then? I saw a picture. I wish I saved it. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. How how is it possible that in the country with 315 million uh, population, yes, only 550 high-ranking, uh, excuse me, 550 people control the rest. I mean, yeah. top 1%. if you hear somebody, hey, keep your head down, like I'm a part of that 300 million uh, population against 550 that's dictating my way of living. Basically, I mean, America has been a hard, soft balance of tyranny since the start. So that's that's if if that realization doesn't sink and sits or doesn't come to like you get it, I get it, but people look, don't see it that way. They don't look at it that way. Like you're under, you're under, you're yeah. under siege, and you're 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 afraid, but you're not fully understanding why you're afraid or paranoid. Everyone talks about the 1619 Project. That was the, 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 the first moment in history when America had slaves. Look, look, reverse the numbers. 1916, this is when the 16th Amendment was put into place. Mm -hmm. You know what it said? The 16th Amendment allowed Congress to collect taxes from us officially without question. Who back then said that was okay? Shortly after the Federal Reserve was established, shortly after that, World War One, World War Two, the banking systems really kept a lot of their power. Now, now, now we're talking about foreign entities and the Red Shields coming in and decimating the banking systems. And now we have all this mainstream banking, and it's great and it's wonderful. And Chase, which is the biggest donor to the New World Order, and I'm so pissed I can't get rid of that account. You know they won't let you close your bank account. It's not MSNB. I thought it was MSNB. Uh, well, MSNB is is out there. I mean, but look, I mean, dude, you can you can link. I know Chase is out there. I know Chase is out there. <laughs> but holy crap, I didn't I didn't expect that they can't even. You, I, I guess once you're open account with them, you're with them, whether you're in or out. Yeah, that's for it. life. For yeah, life, it's a life commitment, yeah. like signing your life away to the devil. Your new yeah. world order, your new world orders. Congratulations! Here's your, uh, here's your stamp on your arm, and that's your, it. That's exactly what I was thinking. Here's yeah, your, here's your Auschwitz tattoo. And yeah, here's, yeah, yeah. Here's your yellow star, and uh, you can go about your way, but you gotta be uh, willing to sacrifice your soul, you know, to be free. But guys, it, it, it is a pleasure. Um, yeah, it is a bit late though, for you guys more. though. Well, thank you. I, I, I appreciate you uh, having me on, man. And let's do this more often. And uh, obviously, nice to meet you. Uh, and uh, and uh, I, uh, I definitely uh, would like to get to know the, the, the Kazakh woman. <laughs> she's very nice. She's awesome. She oh, is yeah. She's, well, she speaks Russian, so we're already related. That's right. <laughs> the connection. Yeah. She, she, yeah she's actually very cool. And... Um, yeah. She doesn't look like she's from there. She looks like she's more from I don't know, out outskirts of Moscow, but not from Kazakhstan. It just the whole appearance doesn't sit well with when she seems like hey, I know they look different, but it is what it is. Yeah, you never know where people are from these days. I mean, for yeah. all I could be a Chinese spy, my friends. Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> well, yeah, like I said, keep me keep me posted, Frankie. Uh, I'd love to do this again for sure. Uh, and uh, yeah, uh, what a what a what a bit of a relief off my chest now that I had a conversation with you. I give you guys a platform to say what the news refuses to say. Yeah, um, this is what That's we right. do here. This is why this is going to be uh, loaded up into the podcast. Yeah. This is where we have the most listeners. Um, Instagram is obviously nothing. I mean, Instagram is like Twitter. It's like people follow your bowel movements. You know, you go from one room to the other and they want to know what happened to you. <laughs> oh, man. That just made my nightmare. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, you're right about uh, you're right about it's being irrelevant. Yes, it, it is open, but it is irrelevant. My friends, it's been a it's been a great night of, of talk talk and and freedom. Yeah. Let's keep this motion forward, and let's keep being relentlessly patriotic. Yeah. Hopefully, Biden has better bowel moments than I do today. Uh. Well. I heard. I heard also. Well, real quick before we go, uh, Biden actually has to wear a diaper now. I believe it. I fucking believe it. The reason I why really he walks so it. fast from the plane to the car and he gets out of the car and goes to the White House quickly because he's got to go, man. Soon enough, he's he, going to be escorted on the wheelchair because he <laughs> he won't be able to get up and relieve himself. The wrong combination of. Uh, being that old, I mean, no offense to old people, yeah. and uh, being putting yourself through constant hell and uh, having New World Order tell you what to do 24-7 and just understand that you're just a puppet. I mean, that would give me frequent diarrhea 24-7. <laughs> I honestly, I honestly, like I said, Biden is not all, all there, and I get it. But he just, he just, if he has a little bit left in that brain of his, just... If I was his age, I would want to retire, and I just want to enjoy my retirement. There's no reason to be president other than the Democrats did not have a any other political candidate to that's it that to to run. And that was it. No one, no one was going to vote for Harris. They knew she was a lying sack of crap. Yeah. No one respected uh, uh, the other guy that was running. I forgot his name. Uh, that that's how irrelevant these people are because they don't do anything, and they're and they're also racist, and, and they were also slave owners back in the day. Kamala Harris's family dates all the way back to the Caribbean. They they were slave owners at least three generations deep. I'm not sure if you knew that. So and that was in Jamaica, and yeah. she's only 25 percent black. The rest is Indian. She her uh, her uh, roots go back to India as well. I'm yeah. Sorry. So you can't say you're black when you're when you're uh, a skin tone a skin tone color. She's well over sixty percent of Indian heritage. Everything else, whatever else that adds up. I had an argument uh, with with one guy, and and I said she's majority. She's from India. It's even proven. Her father, her father. Uh, I fr I forget who's the father, who's the mother, but um, one they family. Play, man, big time. It's, it's like when Trump asked uh, uh, Obama, he's like, hey, man, I'll give you $5 million. Show me your uh, birth uh, certificate. If you gave me $5 million, I'd show you my birth certificate. I have yeah. no problems. Right. And Obama, <laughs> he, failed to, he failed to come up with the document. He had one actually forged and made as if he was yeah. born. Are you kidding me, man? I'd be, I'd be, I'd be, uh, I'd be uh, coming to visit Trump every day. What else do you want me to prove it to you, man? I'll bend over <laughs> and I'll spread it wide, man, and examine it. <laughs> 
Are Just give me another $5 million, man. <laughs> oh, man. All oh. jokes aside, it's pleasure seeing you guys. It's pleasure talking to you, Frankie. Have a great uh, the rest of the day and the rest of the evening. Uh, blast catching up with you. It's like I said, we don't see or talk each, uh, enough, but... Uh, like I said, let's do this a little bit more often. It's 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 definitely it's definitely worth talking about it. It is. And I'm glad we found another relentless patriot to uh, spread the good word and actually revitalize the truth. Yeah. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, we all have conflicted personalities, but we do care about this country, and that's what matters. Yes, we do, my friends. Thank you for tuning in to the Relentless Patriots Podcast. Don't forget to follow us on social media and visit us on the web at www.therelentlesspatriots.com.